how well do we know The Dark Knight? Let's try to recount the entire film from memory. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. It's time for another special edition of our movies from memory. Today we're going to be doing The Dark Knight. James, when was the last time you saw The Dark Knight? It's been a while, man. It's been like, I think, two years at least. I think two years for me. When we covered the trilogy in one episode, I think that was the last time I watched The Dark Knight. So I'm kind of. Also, fucking banger on YouTube, man. (laughs) Almost at 200K. That's a big one for us. I'm kind of nervous about this episode. I've seen it probably 15, 20 times, of course, but I'm just like... (sighs) I've seen it more than you, probably. You know what happened? Did I ever tell you how I would watch it when it came out? You probably watched it every night for like a month straight (laughs) in your Anthony's Movie Dungeon. It was was Taxi Driver and Dark Knight back to back every night. (laughs) Double feature. But what I would do is because uh, it was actually before it came out on DVD and Blu-ray. I don't even think Blu-rays were coming out back then. Maybe they were. But I remember it had come out. We saw it in theaters a, a few times. Saw that midnight screening, yeah. baby. And then what I did was I found this streaming site for movies, like watchmovies.com or whatever, something like that. And I watched a low-quality version of The Dark Knight probably 20 times in a month. Really? Yeah. The, like the month after, the, after we saw that, I kept watching it just on my laptop. Just like in, on, I, would, I would sit on the couch. I would just put Dark Knight on. It was just like shitty like... Not even, not even HD, like a twelve eighty at the tops, just shitty well, sound. Well, twelve eighty is technically it's, HD. It's pretty good, yeah, but it was, a, it was a low quality, yeah, low fi twelve eighty, and it sounded terrible. But I just, I just kept watching it over and over again. I couldn't stop watching it. What else did you do that month? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, I can't remember. Anthony didn't nothing see important. the sun at all. Nothing important. <laughs> he was very pale after that. <laughs> no vitamin D. Sickly, just a movie. Du- this is in your movie dungeon on Barton Street, right? Back, movie, back the in the dungeon, day, the movie Anthony dungeon. had his own basement, and his room was in there too. But like, oh, yeah. it was just he would watch Taxi Driver in the it dark. It was night. our basement. Uh, yeah, but I was away at school for half the you year. You were shredding guitar in the back. Oh, it's true. Yeah, in the other you were shredding guitar. And I was in our watching neighbor's movies. basement. Yeah, he had he had a sick setup, so he let me use yeah. his amps and stuff. So I'd rip guitar and Anthony would be watching Dark Knight. Yeah, exactly. And then I'd come in for breaks and be like, oh, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. So we're going to do movies from memory on The Dark Knight. We did Interstellar. Mm-hmm. And then we also did, what did we do besides? Something else. What was the first one we did? I can't remember. Crap, what was it? I don't know, Movies man. from memory, Interstellar. It was like a, eight years ago. Oh, what, <laughs> what was it? Hold on. Like, oh, Lord of the Rings. Fellowship of the Ring. Fellowship, yes. That's what it was. And they're always super fun. I know, yeah. It's a fun segment we came up with, and we're not doing it every week. We don't want to wear it out, but I think every once in a while, like a few times a month. Doing yeah, because these it, it would it could be its own podcast. Yeah. Like, that's the Just, thing. That was our idea. Like, movies from memory, it would be a podcast. Yeah, so. I mean, so someone, don't steal it, please, but I mean, that's an excellent idea for a podcast, honestly. It's my idea. It was my idea. <laughs> Give me that money. But let's do it, man. Obviously, this came in, out in 2008. Directed by Christopher Nolan, changed the landscape of cinema you forever. Changed things forever. You changed things forever. So we're also going to be doing our impressions. So James, I does... should have been practicing my Joker. Oh man, James does a good Joker. You'll get it. The more you do it, the better yeah, you'll yeah, get yeah. at it. So James is going to be doing the Joker line. It works better with mezcal, but it's <laughs> two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it's pretty early. And then I'll be doing uh, Batman lines. So we'll do our best. Hopefully, my throat isn't too thrashed by the end of the episode. Woo! But uh, we shall begin with. 
the opening logos in blue, in just desaturated blue with the cello, the Joker, the Joker theme, the, the long cello, which is great. And this movie has one of my favorite opening sequences of all time. I mean, between the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, and a lot of Christopher Nolan films in general, he has great opening sequences. And yeah. I, this one is one of the best in any comic book movie of all time. So is in the Dark Knight Rises. I also, but I also love while the logos are going through, you hear the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the old theme from uh from the first one from Batman Begins, but it opens up with it's that a pencil. Yeah, that okay. The, yeah, you're right. Pencil tapping. The helicopter pushing of a skyscraper and oh, the yeah. window just blows open. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> and then and then the guys they set up the wire and then they once they go across the skyscrapers you hear those those zimmer drums man oh my god i love it <laughs> anthony's so excited I right now it. holy crap look at him. he's so giddy it was just so cool and then the, the music that hans did in this scene was really fantastic never heard anything like it before on this scale but combining electronics symphonics and then also these huge propulsive drums it was just mind-blowing in a lot of ways and we're witnessing a great heist opening and we have all these guys wearing co uh, clown masks oh yeah and we have guys that are landing on the roof to take out the security systems we cut two guys also who are they're talking about the joker work on a yeah. safe talking about the joker and, and some guy holding a mask in his hand silhouette back shot christopher nolan's uh trademark gets picked up in a car mm -hmm. who we don't know who it is yet and but they say they they they're talking shit about the Joker basically. Yeah, <laughs> who's this guy think he thinks he you is? Think they get a cut without being here. <laughs> fucking d bag. This old thing thinks he gets more of the money. <laughs> it's awesome. And then the other ones are like, I hear he wears he wears war paint. For what? Like a like a to scare his opponents or whatever. <laughs> Something. He like wears that. makeup like war yeah, paint. Yeah, like war paint. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's the line. That's the line. And it's great. It's energetic. We have like four different locations. Shot on IMAX. Yeah, it looked incredible on in IMAX. Yeah. Four different locations. The guys on the roof. The guys at the safe. The roof. The guy. The roof. Roof from Boston. No, uh, no. The guys. The one of the guys is rough. Rough. Yeah. Four, two guys on the roof. And then the guys breaking into the the bank also with the guns as well. So okay, so three three locations. Three three groups yeah. of guys. Yeah, and it's an, an electrified safe, which is why the guys using sneakers. Instead Who of, electrifies instead of a safe? <laughs> the, and we find out it's the mob's money. I, either he's using. Uh, Shoes as gloves, or he has feet friends. <laughs> I'm not sure which one. <laughs> we never saw his hands. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And obviously, great cameo from uh, a legendary actor who's been in so many great supporting roles in in Heat. Uh, William Fitchner. Fitchner. He's William so legendary, Fitchner. you couldn't remember his name. I always forget his name. And he was That's just an, how legendary for supporting actor roles. I mean, well, I mean, he's in two of the best movies ever, man. Uh huh. What else? He's in so many things. <laughs> legend status. Absolute legend. He's, he's a legend, man. You see his face, you know, that guy. <laughs> like, I'm sure people come up to him every day like, legend. you're the guy. But it's actually cool because he was hypnotic as well, which you just saw Robert Rodriguez's new movie. He actually was a part of the heist in that movie yeah. versus both these movies, Heat and Dark Knight. He's not involved in the heists at all. But he... Nolan cast him in this role as the bank manager, you could say, who's also a representative of the mob because this is the mob's bank. Their money is here, 
and he kind of just like calmly realizes what's happening. He doesn't call the police in that guy who's trying to. He just pulls out a shotgun. Yeah, but but first, when the guys are trying to uh, eliminate the security system on the roof, they say, "Who'd that call go out to?" Didn't go to nine one one. Went out to a private number. Yeah, because they're calling the mob. It's a mob bank. Yeah, <laughs> you and, and your friends are dead. You and your friends are dead. <laughs> 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 and then those two, uh, after the guy opens the safe. His buddy shoots him in the back of the head. So, yeah, basically this turns into yeah. a constant assassination, just limiting the shares so yes. that everyone gets a bigger piece of the pie. One of the guys on the roof gets taken out once his job's the done. The roof, <laughs> the guy at the safe, he gets taken out. Boss told me to take out, uh, take out the safe guy, one less share. Yeah. So the and then, He does a great job of showing off-screen violence in this movie. Yeah, and the anonymity allows for all these hits to be taking place during the job. Yeah, and then, then he brings the bags of money back into the lobby, and this is where... Uh, legend, <laughs> the legend, Fichtner. the legend of Fichtner is born. Yeah. But there's only a couple guys left. We have kind of like the the main leader of the clowns yeah. the right now. The raspy voice yeah. guy. We just call him raspy. He's out, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where'd you learn how to but, but, And you can tell... Just from the physicality of Heath Ledger's Joker, that this is this is him, obviously, but the character, just the way he moves and just what he came up with with for this performance is so incredible. Even with the mask on, it's just kinda, oh yeah, it's just so enthralling to watch. Just standing on that street corner, like just standing there. But just the way he he's just like yeah. flowing, like dancing, dancing, dancing around the the bank and everything. He's having fun, and so he's he, having a lot of fun. He tricks the his last remaining partner into thinking that Fickner's character is out. Yeah, Legends. Out. <laughs> Where's your account? <laughs> so he gets taken out, and then Joker shoots the bank manager. And we have that great line from Fickner's character, the bank manager, talking about the criminals of Gotham. They used to have respect. It used to mean something. And he's like, what do you respect? What do, what you, do you believe you in? in? I believe in whatever doesn't kill you makes you stranger. You, you skipped the bus. Oh, the bus. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> getting moving Sorry. too fast, moving man. Moving too fast. Yeah, you get so excited. I bet, I you bet, wanted to get your impression yeah, out. <laughs> I bet I bet the jerker told you to take me up one less share, right? And then he says, No, I kill the bus driver. Bus driver? <laughs> and then the bus backs dun, into the wall. Dun. It's great. It's that, great. That's a lot of money. That guy's not getting up. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the other guys? Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> You're right, skipping ahead, man. <laughs> now, legend status, Fischner. Says his line. <laughs> what do you believe in? <laughs> and then it's a great sequence, and Joker gets away. He jumps in the back of the bus and drives away and conveniently slips inside some other, uh, the lane of other school buses. Conveniently, of course, but yes. it's just great. Yeah. I've seen so many people complain about, like, oh, how'd they know buses were going to be there at the right points? Like, well, that's the plan. It's really planned out. That's the plan. How great. Do, I mean, that's the whole idea of it all. I know. It's very well planned. That's why they did a bus. It's super well coordinated. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't even figure that out. <laughs> well, I mean, but yeah, that's true. But and then they get away with all that money. It's a great, it's a great uh, robbery. It's fucking awesome because you, yeah. you don't really see heists like that where everyone gets taken out by each other. Mm-hmm. It's really clever and dark. It's but manipulation. Also, but it also shows how the status of criminality has changed so much in Gotham, where they don't even care about each other anymore. They're not even part of crews. They're just mm-hmm. out in it for themselves now. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point because then we get the the great Batman strings. And then we're learning that, you know, cops are afraid to do anything out in, in the open at night. And Gordon's on Gordon's, a roof, right? Gordon's um, on the roof looking for his boy. <laughs> is there anyone else out like there to, with him? Yeah, Ramirez. Ramirez comes out and she's like, and she says something. He's like, I like to think it means he's busy. 
Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> but I and, um, I like the the bulletin board in the in the precinct where they have Batman suspects and it's like Abe Lincoln, Bigfoot, and a couple other people. Like their photos are up on the board. Oh, she's like, how's the how's the uh, investigation going on the Batman? Yeah. He's, uh, it's uh, all... Situations ongoing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember really loving that as a kid. Not a kid, but an eighteen-year-old. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> not a kid. kid. Not a kid. Let me guess. You watch this all the time when you were a kid, <laughs> yeah. Andy, right? Growing up, yeah, yeah. One of the greatest all performances of their generation. <laughs> but then we get the garage scene. We get uh, the return of Killian, a real legend, <laughs> <laughs> Killian Murphy as Scarecrow. <laughs> and, uh, he's selling kind of. He's selling his fear drug, although. He's selling it to Russians, and the Russian dude, whatever his name is, he's like, bro, it's making my guys crazy. <laughs> I told you to take your places. I didn't say there would be places you'd want to go. And Something then, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're not Look places. what your drugs did to my customers. Yeah, exactly. And so, Because it's probably a different kind of heroin that they're probably trying to sell, but like you said, he put his fear drug inside of it. He's like, it's just weed, bro. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> it's time PM, bro. Yeah, and then they get attacked by who at first they think is Batman, but then it turns out to be... A bunch of copycats, so a group of private vigilantes dressed up as Batman, trying to take out this drug deal and take out the criminals. And um, one of them has like a, an Uzi. He's like, "That's not him." Let's <laughs> 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 get <an> Uzi down. <laughs> Thanks. <dude. laughs> Yours is better. <laughs> okay, we got it. <laughs> Once, once James learns he's good at something, <laughs> get ready. Oh no, <laughs> I knew gonna, it. He's gonna be going on it. I already knew I was good at the Uzi sound. That's why I did it, man. <laughs> I've just been waiting for two and a half years to finally pull it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the Batmobile, <laughs> the tumbler crashes through the wall of the garage, and then it just has that great um, loitering. What is it? Well, it's cool because we go inside the tumbler and realize yeah. Batman's not in there because Killing goes. That's more like it. And then it says uh, loitering, and then fear or intimidation, intimidate. So now intimidate mode programming and starts to scare the criminals by blowing up some cars. And then, uh, then, then the real guy shows up. Oh yeah, and he's got some new tech. He's got like those wrist um, the claw. enhancers. The claw. <laughs> Before the claw, he kind of uses these like what I'm guessing are uh, enhancers for strength in terms yeah, yeah, yeah. of power and yeah. punching because he like pressurized <laughs> joints. It's yeah, like pressurized joints. Kind of. So yeah. then his punches are like. Even more impactful, and it still doesn't explain how he kicked through a brick wall in Dark Knight Rises, though. Hey, man, he's just <laughs> that. Br that's a pretty Not good bad. brace. That's a good brace. Not bad. It's a good brace. <laughs> <laughs> that he just puts on like a, a knee brace. He's like, oh yeah, still good. <laughs> <laughs> this is my one problem with Dark Knight and, like, Rises. A, a two days before Not he bad. was walking with a cane. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the speed, uh, the ferocity. <laughs> I see the League of Shadows. But no, this, this is a lot of fun. This fight's great because we also get the, the, the Rottweilers. He has to deal with those, and they end up being pretty ferocious for him. And Yeah, it's a big dog. You know, big Leads dog. to a good joke. Yeah, it's a great joke with Alfred later on. But I really like this fight. It's a great tease. And also him battling a, a vehicle, basically, when the Scarecrow gets away in, in the van. And then he's trying to... He jumps on the van and he's just trying to cut through the, the metal of the van. It's I like it. It's, it's like Inspector yeah. Gadget yeah. shit. He's like experimenting with new tech. Obviously, yeah. like Batman 2 as well, tech. But like having a, a handsaw maybe wasn't the best idea. Yeah, not the smartest plan, Batman. Because then he just yeah. gets slammed into a pole. Oh, dude, every time that call. It's a great hit. Yeah. But, and then he gets up. He's like, oh, just another night in the office. He's like, oh. Fuck. Here we go again. And then he goes, <laughs> he's, I love what he's I'm getting too old for this. <laughs> Those are actually quotes from the movie. 
<laughs> he stands on the railing and he sees the white van with Scarecrow just going down and winding <laughs> down the lanes <laughs> and the great music in the background then just falls and just superhero landing on top <laughs> of the van and just demolishes the van. <laughs> it's great. A 220-pound man just like flattens the van. No, he weighs more than that with the suit on, man. Well, I mean, Definitely. still, like, a 300-pound guy, I don't think, would do that. Okay, Mr. Mr. No, I'm just having fun, dude. Plot holes. I'm, hey, I, it's a superhero So why movie. do you hate the Dark Knight? <laughs> so, it's so inaccurate. It's like no, but unrealistic. you know why? Because it looks fucking cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. It it's looks fucking cool. sick. I fucking love it. Yeah, I love it. It's one that. of my favorite shots in the movie. And then he ties up all the dudes, and um, that guy, he's like, why can't we help you? Why? What's he say? Well, like, first, Killian's like, or he says, you need help. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So why can't we? Yeah, you're right. Why can't yeah. we help? And Killian's like, and then Batman's like, I don't need help. <laughs> not my diagnosis. <laughs> why gives you the right? <laughs> Something like that. He's like, I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> <laughs> great joke. They look down. Yeah, it's no great. one writes great humor. He really does. He's very funny. Yeah. Very funny. He's got like, you know, it's not laugh out loud, but you know. You'll get like ten good jokes in a Batman movie, and they they all land, you know. Yeah, and then. Dun, 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 dun. All right, now we're cutting into the next scene, which I'm seeing a helicopter <laughs> shot of the landscape in my mind, right? <laughs> uh, next scene would be. <laughs> it's um, Harvey Dent. Yeah, hel- hel- oh, it's the courtroom scene. So courtroom it's scene. Helicopter yeah. shot of Gotham, uh-huh. and then we have. Harvey is late to court. Mm-hmm. Rachel's already there. Yes. Harvey walks in late. She's pissed at him. And he's like, I know these briefs backwards, Harvey. Like, I didn't think you were going to show up. And then Maroney says, I thought DA just played golf with the mayor. Tea times, times at, at, two, ten, two, at two, 2 o'clock. Two o'clock. <laughs> Plenty of time to put you away, Maroney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually pretty much verbatim. Nice job. Yeah, and then. So we get a sense of Maroney's going to be a recurring character in the film. We hadn't seen him in the first film. But he's going to have an important role to play in this film, so it's good to get him in early. Also, Maggie Gyllenhaal taking over the reins as Rachel Doss over, um, um, <laughs> what's her name? I'm sorry. Uh, oh, Katie Holmes? Katie Holmes. Gotcha. Katie Holmes, yeah. And Maggie's a terrific actor. I, I really liked uh, her casting. Ma- uh, Katie Holmes had scheduling conflicts, from what I remember reading. But, yes. Aaron he- but Aaron Eckhart was a great choice for uh, Harvey Dent, I think. Great character of him yeah. opening up, comes in late. Sh- you can see he's cocky, but yeah. he's also talented and knows what he's doing. Yeah. And he's clever because we get the tease at, this is Harvey Dent. This is going to be Two-Faced at some point in the film. And he says to Rachel, I'll flip you for the, the floor, basically. Yeah. He lands heads, and he says, uh, "I make." Uh, she's like, lucky you or whatever, something like that. He's like, I make my own luck. Something like that. And then yeah, he gets yeah, yeah. to take the lead, and the guy on the, t- on the stand is... To be persecuted, it's used he's as a witness to testify yeah. against Maroney, but he flips and on the court he's like, Maroney, he's just a he's a fall guy. I'm the brains of the operation. And then he pulls, and then um, then that gets Harvey pissed off, and then he starts to treat him as a hostile witness. And then the gangster pulls out a carbon fire, fi- carb- carbon. How about fiber this? Gun. Permission to treat the the hostage as the witness is hostile, and Permission then you want gun. hostile? You want to see hostile? Pulls out a hostile. gun. Yeah, yeah. Pulls, pulls out a gun. gun. Click, click, doesn't work, doesn't fire off. So then Harvey takes the gun from him, bashes him in the face, and then he says, uh, next time you want to kill a public servant, I suggest you buy American. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. And then hallway scene with Rachel and Harvey. She kind of asks him to hook up. Well, yeah, but they've been Essentially. hooking up. I know, yeah. no, yeah, yeah, not the first time, but she's like, you know, we could just go back to my place pretty if much. You're feeling, if, you, if you can say you're feeling, uh, fuck, what'd she say? Something. Flustered or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. But she's also points out that, you know, 
if they're not trying, if they're trying to kill you, it means you're doing something right as the district attorney of Gotham. If you're not getting shot at, you're not doing your job right. Yeah, exactly. And then, so are we going to now? Alfred's looking for Bruce in his suite. In his it's bedroom. either that, or Harvey goes to Jim Gordon. Gordon. <sighs> Which one is first? I feel like I feel like we go to Bruce next. We could be. I could be wrong though. Let's just let's think for a moment. So she says, Jim Gordon, he's a friend, by the way. Be nice. Okay, yeah, he says that, yeah. Cut to, is it Alfred bringing tea, uh, coffee and breakfast to the empty bedroom? I think so. I think so, too. And All then right. we go to Gordon after. So, yeah, so, so we'll play it like that. So Alfred goes to, obviously, it's the not bedroom. the bedroom, it's the penthouse. Penthouse bedroom. The penthouse suite. Yeah. Uh, in the well, skyscraper. Yeah, yeah, I thought it's... you meant, like, his home. Like, I thought you meant Wayne Manor. No, no, I, well, I, I said sweet. Yeah. Oh, did you say yeah. sweet? That's the first thing I said. I you said bedroom. I, well, and then I said bedroom because he got, goes into the bedroom, you know, where people sleep with a bed and, you know, probably an alarm clock. <laughs> 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 All right, so Alfred walks into the empty penthouse suite bedroom. With the alarm clock, with a tray of food, he's like, "God damn, he's not here! He's not here! I'm, I drove all the way here, this motherfucker!" <laughs> and then he goes and he drives to the river where Bruce has an underground lair underneath this the shipping is a container. Lair. So the, inside of a shipping container, there's an elevator. Oh yeah, and this is actually in Los Angeles. <laughs> funny if it was just the shipping container. <laughs> <laughs> he's like sleeping in there. <laughs> it's this like ten by four. <laughs> This is an awesome location. It's actually in Los Angeles. You can, like you can do photo shoots here and stuff like that. Oh yeah, you can rent it you, you can to, rent it to do stuff. Lots of music videos shot there. But um, it was the first time that I'd seen it, I think in my life, and just it was <clears> such <throat> a great location and set to see. I mean, and I think they built it in, for this film. It's and possible. Now, it, and now it's been just a studio that's for rent now. It's possible. I have no idea. Yeah. But I think you have to email Chris Nolan to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. He has no email. But um, I think it's just a really cool look and aesthetic for if Batman was obviously real and existed and Gotham City was real, where would he have his kind of other interim? Bat- like, it's an interim. Yeah, or or like his like tech room kind of. But it's while Wayne Manor is being built, so it's not like a traditional Bruce Wayne Batman place. Layer, yeah. Layer, layer, layer. It's. <laughs> It's an interim while the construction's being yeah. finished on Wayne Manor. It's cool. It's loca- a huge location, and its depth and massive space comes into play later on in the film. How's he get the tumbler out of there? The tumbler's never in there. Uh, yeah, it is, is it in there? Okay, yeah. Yeah, they just never show it. He cut around it. He shrinks it. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably got like a ramp in there somewhere. But I love <clears throat> um, the reveal of it is Alf. So Alfred walks in. <laughs> I thought you were just going to call him Alf. <laughs> Alfie. Alfie. Alf for short. Well, he did play Alfie, so we can call him Alfie. <laughs> um, so Alfie walks into the container, closes it, then it's pitch black. And then he just holds the camera on him. Well, obviously they edit when it, it when it's so, so dark, super dark in there. But then we drop down with him. It's still just a handheld medium shot. And then we're seeing the... We're dropping down into this hugely lit environment with Alfred. It really makes us feel like we're walking into the space. And that's something I love that Nolan does. He likes to follow characters no matter what film, no matter how big. He'll, he likes to follow them. He likes to let them lead you into environments for the film. Now, this sequence, their conversation is a little bit about Harvey Dent as well. As well, first bit- he's getting stitched up. Whenever, oh, yeah, you, the- whenever you stitch yourself up, you do make a bloody mess. 
helps me learn from my mistakes. Well, you ought to be pretty knowledgeable by now. <laughs> you get mauled by a lion? It's a dog. A big, a big, big dog. dog. Big dog. <laughs> Should do fine against cats. Now, the conversation they start to have is about... We're looking at his computers, and he's been trailing Harvey Dent and interested in Harvey Dent as a character that maybe is someone that can take up the mantelpiece of who Batman is. Yep. But also, <coughs> Mom, Alfred points out, are you interested in Harvey Dent or who he spends his time with? And he sees a shot of, obviously, Bruce is holding the camera. Who Rachel spends her time with is her, pro- is her business. Her business. <laughs> and it's a shot of Rachel with Harvey Dent, and clearly we find out that they're dating again. Yeah, he's got cameras in their bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> he tortures himself by watching them sleep together. Imagine if he just casually switched to like a bedroom cam. He's like, oh, cam some kiss. You didn't see anything, Alfred. <laughs> Rachel's closet. <laughs> but then uh, he, I think this is also when they have the conversation about Batman's limits and Bruce saying, you know, Batman has no limits. He has to be more than just, you know, know your limits, Master Wayne. Can't afford to know him. Batman has no limits. You do. That's that's another theme of this conversation. And they're not talking about the Joker yet, right? No. Nope. J- Joker hasn't come into play until later on. So Have you seen the movie? I'm just fucking talking out loud here, bro. Please. So next sequence after this scene is they, then we have Harvey Dent at Jim Gordon's office. Oh, yeah. Big time. Okay. So this is a cool scene. Harvey's He's- trying to get uh, connect with uh, Batman. Exactly. And also we're learning about Jim Gordon and how half his team has been investigated by internal affairs, especially the even like Ramirez and stuff like that, right? Yeah, because, um, well, first he's like radiated Bill's pretty fancy stuff for uh, a city cop. I have multiple relationships with different I, agencies. I want to meet him. <laughs> uh, first <laughs> first authority on, on Batman is arrest on site. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and um, then it's then they have that conversation. If you ever, you ever, well, what about that light over on the roof on like Second Street? Yeah, yeah. If you have a problem with faulty equipment, you can go to DWP. DWP or something. <laughs> Get that, where's that DWP guy? <laughs> That's the thing we, I don't, told you I don't want any hot shots around here. <laughs> Somebody get this hot shot out of here. Record the Dark Knight Rises. In the- <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Matthew Modine. Everything out of his mouth in that movie is kind of ridiculous. And so basically the gist of this conversation is they're going to try to work together. And it, does Jim say that he's going to get him a meeting with Batman, basically? He says he'll, he basically says, I'll see what I can do, I think. So they're going to work together. Oh, the banks. So yeah. Jim Gordon tells him that they're going to hit the banks, basically, right? And that they're going to hit them all at the same time. And with the radiated bills, they'll be able to find out who did it. Fancy stuff. Who's be able to track the money and trace yeah. the money? And we also get a hint that Harvey Dent has a nickname. He and he asks Gordon um, about the nickname, and Gordon says, "I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no interest in those things." So we know that there is the two-faced nickname for Harvey Dent spoken behind his back already, setting it up. Yeah, he says they had a different name for me and down at IA, right? Yeah. Internal affairs. Internal affairs. Yeah. And then Har- Gordon says something like. If um if I arrested like every if I didn't trust any everybody I investigated in IA I wouldn't have anybody on my department to work with. So yeah. it's, it's, he's basically saying you know the cor- the corruption is so widespread that like you gotta do you gotta do what you can with what you have. Yeah, I think they're they're worried about a leak because Absolutely. they're the only two people who know about this this heist. I mean this uh the bank situation that they're gonna yeah. go after them, and they're worried about what if your people talk and Gordon's like I mean I'd be I'd be alone. You're right. I'd be working alone. All right, what is going to happen next in the Dark Knight? Next, we got. Let's see. Um, well, next is um, is it the, it's the Joker scene? Yes. Which Joker scene? 
with the with the, with the thugs. Because he's gonna warn them about the uh, the trap with the money. So this is when. This Wait, is no, 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 Lau. no, 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 Lau, 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 yeah, Lau. So yeah, Bruce wants to go to get Lau in Hong Kong. No, he isn't. He's not in Hong Kong yet. Oh fuck, we're fucking up. <laughs> All right, no, home. We can, we can figure this out, man. We can figure this out. Yeah. So the bank heist. Okay, so the bank heist happens, and then we do do Lau on the TV. Then Joker's intro, right? Bank heist in terms of now they're gonna go do the bank heist. I mean, the the cops are gonna go after the banks right now. Yes, but yes. the money's gonna be gone. Yeah, right. Oh, we skipped the Gordon Batman conversation in the bank vault. That's what I'm talking about right okay, now. Okay, that's so the the cops go to tank the banks, but there's no money left. No, but before that, it's Batman and Gordon in the bank vault from the opening scene. And then he disappears. Oh remember? man! Yeah, okay, skipped, okay. So, that so one. Joker's robbery. Joker's robbery aftermath. Is that in this sequence? It happens right after this. It's the next scene, I believe. Or no, it's it's the it, no, no no. It's, it's the same. So this is when the the no, no 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 no. Okay. So we see Gordon with Batman before we see we before we see Gordon. Harvey with Gordon. Yeah, exactly. So Batman Gordon is after the court case. Gotcha. Okay, so let's go back back in time. So this is where they come up with the idea for radiated bills, and this yeah. is where Harvey and Jim exactly. talk about it. So you're right. So after the Joker heist, there's in there inside the bank vault. Gordon and Ramirez are talking. Then Batman shows up. <laughs> and then What's Ramirez, he doing here? Yeah, then Ramirez leaves. He's good. Give us the room, Lieutenant, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. And they start talking about this is where Batman suggests using radiated bills yeah. so that they can trace the bills next time. Exactly. And then he disappears. And see where the money's going. Because they're trying to take down the mob. And you hit them, you hit him where it hurts the wallet. Yeah, exactly. Basically. So now we set that up. All right. Thanks for remembering that. Because now I think the next sequence is the cops going after the banks. They go to all the banks and they find in every vault that all the money is gone from each bank. Except and for then, like a little stack yeah, and Jim and then, kicks it. Yeah, he kicks it. <laughs> I hate this money! <laughs> Screw you, money! Goddamn mob. And the, but before that, we saw a montage of like a thugs throwing money into that huge 18-wheeler. And then we get the scene Joker's introduction, his proper introduction. Yeah, so proper introduction, this is where... I don't think Lau comes on camera in person before this, right? No, so the, he does. So all the mobsters get in, get uh, around the table, and then they turn on the TV, and Lau explains. No, the, no, I'm saying Lau in like in person. Oh yeah, yeah, like, exactly. not on the TV. Just on TV. This yeah. is his first shot. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And so Lau explains, "Hey, I took all of our money, and I'm taking it to Hong Kong away from dense jurisdiction. Um, I'll keep in touch, but like they're not going to get our money. The Chinese won't extradite one of their own. Yeah." And so basically, your money's safe. I took it out just in time. And y'all are good. Don't worry, guys. You and can then, trust me. Oh, oh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. And I thought my jokes were bad. It's just great hearing the echo of his laugh. You know what I mean? You just hear it bouncing through the walls before you even see him. And then he does the following shot. And you're like, oh my God, what's he look like? And then he finally cut to the reverse of the full reveal of Joker as he approaches the table. It's an incredible reveal and it was shocking the first time we saw it. Obviously the marketing campaign for this movie was really good because they showed hardly anything. And just the tease of the of Joker's voice, some really interesting posters. You always talk about that one where he's behind blurred glass but you can see the 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 smile with blood written. Mm-hmm. So great marketing campaign and just holding on to that great card of what 
is the Joker going to be like in this movie was one of the greatest strengths of this film is was why it was such a sensation despite in, in addition to being a terrific movie and this is a great scene you know we get so much great dialogue and juicy dialogue from Joker talking about basically how Lau is a squealer and I know a squealer when I see one in he points right to the TV because he's saying like Batman has no jurisdiction. He'll go there and he'll make him squeeze. Exactly. He'll yeah. squeeze him until he gives you up and gives up all your money. So everyone thinks that, you know, Dent and Gordon in the DA's office are their real threat, but Joker's trying to make them see that the real your real problem is Batman and Batman is what we have to take care of. And all these thugs, they all they all know that Joker stole their money and they're they're looking at him, they're ready to kill him. He's like nice like, suit. Yeah. You're, it wasn't cheap. You ought to know. You you paid for it, basically. Oh, I love the uh, design. Ah, da, 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 da. I love the design, and we. Uh, I saw this great interview with the costume designer, and she said that Heath was he- heavily involved in the design of everything about not just the makeup but the suit as well. And they went through dozens and dozens of shades of purple until they settled on that final purple look. That's perfect. Yeah, and they they at first they were worried: Are we going too purpley? Is it too much? And then they started desaturating it, and it was more pale in terms of purple and closer to g- purple grayish. But then they were like, they did some more tests. We're like, no, we just got to go full on purple, and it really works. Yeah, and that's why I think Joker works really well. Where they just got rid of the purple and they went with red instead. I think that was a really good artistic and aesthetic decision. Definitely for sure, and the makeup is so different. Yeah, but this this Joker design is hands down the best. And also seeing his facial scarring, and it was just such a great idea to basically give the Joker actual scars for that massive ear-to-ear grin and smile yeah which he can't get rid of now which he obviously puts the red makeup over and, and it's yeah it's the it's uh, it's a reference to that what's it called the um in i think it's scotland in one of the one of the cities in scotland it's it's called like the the something smile it's something that a yes. gang, yeah, 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 a yeah. gang yeah. does to people the guy from sons and anarchy has yeah. it because it yeah. actually happened to him yeah hey, um, someone let us know which city it is if it's scotland or england I think it's Scotland, and also, I mean, just the disgusting yellow-brown teeth, the greasy hair, not just green, but extremely green. It's like, it's almost as if you, you can, you know what he would smell like, you know what I mean? He's just like, he, he's, he looks like he just smells terrible, you know what I mean? And you can also see, like, there's still blonde in there, so you can, like, the makeup, it's just, like, done every day, like, it looks like. So that's why I, I love mm-hmm. the aesthetic. It's not perfect. It's yeah. sloppy, but also yeah. effective. And also, but, and then, obviously, the pencil kill is fantastic, the magic trick. And then, but just the way he goes, like, ta-da! <laughs> you know, it's it's not as as it's not like what you would expect, which is why it's so great. It's like it's very rough and gritty and and disturbing. It's it's more, it's not it's it's, it's so much different from what Hamill did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which I think was important. And it's so clever. He's got a great plan because they can't kill him first of all because he's got a bunch of grenades in his pocket. They, <laughs> and then he's like, let's not blow things out of proportion. And then he has a proposition for Enough them all. Enough from the clown. <laughs> well, first of all, he says, why do you have your group therapy sessions in here in broad daylight? What, what happened? Your balls drop off two years ago. <laughs> and then you know one used to come. You, you, you didn't used to bow down to anyone, basically. What happened? And he's talking about the Batman. He's like, basically, I will kill the Batman for you for half of your money. Half. You're crazy. No, I'm not but it's a great proposition and you know he's like never do something if, if you're good at something never do it for free <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when enough from the clown yeah, and then that's when he basically 
reveals the grenades, which is also, I think, just really brilliant for him to get out of there. Yeah. And I love how we just, like, he's in the doorway, and then he just, like, sidesteps into the door. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love what he says. You think you can just steal from us and get away from it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the magic trick is still great, too, because yeah. uh, you want to see magic, because he knows someone's going to get up and come after him, mm. and pff, it's gone. It's gone. It's really terrific stuff, and that was a shocking thing to see. And it was an incredible scene. And I he think really did a great job for making a movie PG thirteen. How, uh, you know, not bloody, but how you know graphic it can be. Pretty much all the Joker's violence is off screen in this movie. The majority of it. I mean, even that great knife for the. Well, why so serious? Like that's off camera kill. This Dude, is off camera kill. Basically, I would pay money. Basically. I would pay money to if there was a cut with the two guys attacking each other, each other with a broken pool cue. That would be cool. And to see like who ended up winning. Like, oh my god! Imagine if that was in the movie. Holy crap! We'll, we'll get to that. Oh yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. But you're right. So then he leaves, and he said, but before he goes, he's like, here's my card. And then we're gonna it's cut just a Joker card. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's fucking awesome, man. And then we cut to the rooftop. Dent, Batman, and Gordon, you're a tough man to get a hold of. And then basically Harvey's pissed. Yeah. You know, he's super he would be super stoked to be meeting Batman right now, but he's upset. Gordon's pissed. They're they're all pissed. Yeah, but Gordon's the one screaming. They but, knew we were coming. But Harvey yeah. they blame each other. He's, yeah. Like Harvey says there's a leak in your department, and basically Gordon's saying there's a leak in your department. And he's like, You're you're over there working with scum like Ramirez. Yeah, Ramirez I had your rookie cop on a racketeering case two years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So so basically they can't trust anyone and, and what their biggest problem right now is they can't trust each other. Yeah. But they can trust Batman. Batman. But Batman has a plan. Yeah. His plan is gonna be I'll go to China. I'll get loud. I'll get loud. I'll get him to talk. I'll get him. Can you get him to talk? I'll get him to sing. Hey, I'm doing Batman. Sorry. This guy. Hey, you did two Joker lines. I'll get him to sing. Okay, you're right. You're right. I, I did it. Do All right, let's we'll have a rule. Rule. You're a Batman. I'm Joker. Okay. Good, good rule. Yeah. I'll get him to sing. And then they all turn, and then Batman disappears. <laughs> And then Harvey's like, where, where do you go? And Jim's like, he does that. He does that. <laughs> then we get, we're, we're in over the ocean, sailing. A beautiful. Is beautiful. that where we're at now? Hold on. Is there anything with Rachel right now? No, man. Let's think. Mm -mm. Yes, there is. Oh. Because before he goes, uh -huh. Bruce has to make a cover, right? Uh -huh. And so Harvey and Rachel go to see a ballerina show, a ballet show. And a it's ballet. A ballet. <laughs> <laughs> you just say bingo and they get to the <laughs> just say bingo and they get to the front door and it says there's a newspaper clipping where the show's over and it's just a billionaire takes entire ballet crew and dancers on a love voyage would have been helped to would have been nice to go on their website guys <laughs> <laughs> it's pre-internet days it was around it yeah. was around and then we then we cut, cut to, to the sailing. Bruce is just like drinking a, a like a sparkling yeah. water. Yeah, and then waiting out, for that yeah. that plane lands yeah. on the ocean. Yeah, and then um, Bruce before Bruce jumps out, Alfred says, "Tell me the Russian for apply your own bloody suntan lotion." I don't know, Alfred. I'd be <laughs> my head would be lubed the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Then Bruce does a great dive off that yacht, man. Great perfect dive. dive. Perfect yeah. dive. Gets on that plane, and he's flying to China. 
He's flying, man. <laughs> and who's he? <laughs> Wait, we we have. There's a fox scene before this, isn't there? Yes, yes, there is. He a goes fo- to Fox into the uh, R and D. Okay, he so wants to know how. He's like, I need to get out of like a situation. Well, What's the best? There's way? a few things first because yes. we're going back in time. Let's go back in time a few scenes. Sure. He goes to see Locks. I mean, <laughs> Locks. <laughs> he goes to see Sam and Locks. <laughs> goes to see Lucius Fox at Bruce at Wayne Towers R and D, and they go over new armor. And he's like, how how is it against dogs? Should do fine against cats. Yeah. Uh, funny stuff like that. But before that was the when Bruce was sleeping in the boardroom meeting. Oh, yeah, you're right. And he says, "Hey, I need a new suit. Three buttons is getting uh, is a little outdated." But also the sequence with the accountant yeah, the is accountant. there because yeah. I, he's like, "I know Mr. Wayne is curious where his trust fund comes from, but this is embarrassing." Yeah, yeah. And he says, "Let me worry about Mr. Wayne. You worry <laughs> about." And he says, "Run the numbers again." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That all run, happens run before, them again. right? Because yeah. then he meets Lucius in China. Yes, yes, right. All right. So, and then also. Like you they said, they go downstairs. We get the gauntlet blades that can shoot out. Perhaps read the manual. <laughs> Perhaps it'd be nice to read the instructions first. <laughs> <laughs> is this where he shows the new fabric too? That or is that in the first one? I can't remember the first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jeez, different fucking movie, man. <laughs> I need a cape. <laughs> okay, so the gauntlets, gauntlets. the armor. And then trying, I need to turn my head faster. It's the bodysuit. Yeah, yeah it'd it yeah. make backing out of the driveway a little easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you like to get, be able to turn your head. <laughs> getting out, uh, I need to be lighter. Sonar, <laughs> like a submarine. Oh yeah, it shows him. That's later on. Yeah, and then but also talking about how to get out of a situation you said earlier, real quick. Yeah. Without a plane or without a. Access he says there like was that. some kind of program. Uh, in, in Vietnam, in I think some kind of uh, the CIA, CIA program where thing. they were developing something. Yeah, and he says I can look into that. He, he says he says we can look into that. Right. All right. So he's in... like very fatherly to him. He like patronized. <laughs> so Bruce meets Lucius. Lucius in China. No one knows Bruce is in China, obviously. But he's just like pretending to take photos of things. But yeah, but they set up a meeting between Lucius and Lao. Lao was at that meeting, at a meeting with. With them, remember? Yes. So I think Lau is in person before the TV scene. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we do, yeah. Lau is on the... So I think that board meeting happens way sooner. Yeah, Lucius and Lau have... Yeah, they, they meet earlier. But Bruce... But it's just for... Okay, a, and then this is where Bruce says that he wants to call a deal off because he just wanted to take a closer look at the books because yeah. Lucius is like, they have to be doing things off the books right now. Something yeah. illegal is going yeah. on. Yeah. And Bruce is like, Their right, revenue let's... stream is through the roof. Yeah, so yeah. they're going to end the deal, but until then, they're going to send Lucius to China as a cover. Yeah, and he's so got Bruce... the... Yeah, and he's got the... So... He's got the uh, phone that can disable the electronics and surveillance. It doesn't disable it. It just makes makes a mapping reading of the entire Florida right, right, the right, sequencing. Right. Yeah, so it doesn't it. shut that's down it. security. Yeah, it makes that Florida ceiling right. map yeah. blueprint, basically digital blueprint, like so that a submarine, like a submarine, precisely. And, so, and then Lucius has his meeting with Lau, where Lucius says, "You know, it's not gonna work out, bro." And then Lau is like, "A simple phone call could have sufficed." But he needed to be there so yeah. that his phone could register yeah. the mapping. And the so security that... guard's like, I got your phone, man. And Lucius like, I already got, got one. one. He's right like, here. wait, didn't that guy give me his phone? We don't allow phones in the building, something like that. Yeah. And But it's a great sequence. And this is how Bruce is able to get the mapping of the building so that he can go in with this new kind of sonar tech in his goggles. 
I'm saying no. This is not. There's no sonar yet. That's later on. He maps the the whole building though. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. He, he does not map the building in this part. That's that was the whole point. The phone going off. That was the whole point of that. I think the phone going off was um, for. I don't know. I'm not. I can't remember. That's, it's to map the building. But he doesn't use goggles. But I think, or I don't know. But it's probably <laughs> just to introduce the the tech because he, Lucius brings two phones with them. He gives a phone to oh, the no, security yeah, guard. Oh no! Yeah, I know. We yeah, we just recounted that and, part. But and, it's not the snow, that that's not revealed until the Joker sequence at the end. That's when he first does that. He's not mapping anything in this sequence. I'm trying to remember exactly what the point of the phone was. I think it was for disable disabling comms and turning down because when. Remember before Batman comes in, all the electricity and power inside the building goes out, and all the security are like, oh, shit. I think that's what that phone did. You're right, because they cut to the drawer, the see-through drawer yes. at the And it's doing, like, stand. some code shit. And it, it lights up. Yes. And then the power goes yeah. out. So, okay. So yeah, sonar is later in the film. It did both, though. Whatever. It can, it can do both. It can't eventually. But this is where so Fox and, and uh, I almost call him Bale, Bruce, they were talking about sonar for being used— using it in the future gotcha you know what i mean and so then it cuts to batman so yeah it's not used for mapping exactly not here yeah not not here not yet the incredible helicopter shot of bruce on a fucking skyscraper and what i love about the sequence is he's not in his full batman suit he's not wearing the ears and he's not wearing a cape i mean no yet yes he is no no, no. <laughs> he's just not wearing his mask never mind he's not wearing the, the, <laughs> the mask you're right the ears he's got the cape because he fucking flies He's got no ears. No, I, I think I feel like he puts the cape on after he shoots the gun. No, so Batman's cape uh, in this in the Dark Knight movies, it's not like always out. He can like pull it out. That's what I mean. Yeah. But what, the yeah. shot of him on the skyscraper as he's shooting, yeah, it's just the suit. There's no cape attached. Yeah, but it's, it's like bundled up in there. It must be. I gotta yeah, look that's at it how again. it works. Yeah, okay. Because he can have it. He can just like press a button and it, it comes out. Yeah, you know what I mean. But he's he's. Definitely got ears. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's just not wearing no, his, the bat he's, ears. He's just not wearing the mask right now. Yeah, that's what I mean. And actually, you saw this great interview with Chris Nolan the other day talking about, you know, pushing the limits and the boundaries of what they could do for changing up the costume to make it like, obviously, they don't use yellow at all. They don't have the yellow bat mm -hmm. symbol circle. That was something that he wanted to eliminate because he wanted to bring realism to it. But he's talking about the suit. And he's like, and we try to see, like, what would Batman be like without the ears and without the cape. And he, then he, they came to the conclusion pretty quickly that he's only Batman when he has the cape and the ears. If yeah. you take those away, he's just like a SWAT guy, he said. Yeah. Basically, he's like the Punisher in a exactly. lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're essential to the look and design of the character, which I thought was really cool that they just went through every kind of design type and, and uh, sure. yeah, yeah. idea. But then realizing, like, you got to keep it. And the yellow doesn't work for this approach because it would just, if, you, if you're trying to hide in darkness, yellow would be like a spotlight. He's a ninja. Yeah, he's a ninja. Ba Batman's a ninja in this trilogy. And then we get, so yeah, then we get the uh, the great jump off the edge of the skyscraper. Well, hold on, first the, uh, that cool <laughs> explosive, like, goo gun. Goo. <laughs> <laughs> it just shoots the, the, the explosives and attaches to windows. Yes, yes. And the music's terrific. And we have some horns come in and out, but then when Bruce is finally ready to jump, then we go to complete silence until Han starts to ramp it up for when he's gliding through the air. And then when he starts to dive bomb through one of the windows as they explode. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a hero is the name of this track. Yeah. And well, at the same time, also, 
Lau is with all of his bodyguards, and because the, the power, power went the power out, power goes yeah. out. They're freaking out. He's like, he's like, where are the police? What am I paying so much them so much money for? Obviously, yeah, he's yeah. got them in their pocket. And then the the charges go off, breaking all the glass windows in which he was set charges onto. And he tumbles into the into the floor and starts attacking all security, making sure not to kill anyone. Obviously, but he uh, he beats some people to, to to pieces. Man, dodges some bullets too. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he grabs Lau, and the police show up as well at the same time. So they all have him him and Lau at gunpoint, and cornered. And he blows one of the windows behind him out, mm-hmm. and then. We hear a plane coming in the distance overhead, and it's really low. And then Batman lets out some sort of balloon with a light attached to it. It's a nice little balloon. (laughs) And it floats into the air outside the skyscraper, and then magnetically it attaches to the plane that's flying overhead. It's it's a skyhook. Skyhook! Skyhook. Fuck yeah, dude. Skyhook. Nice high five. five. (laughs) Yeah, it's a great way to escape in a... I wonder who's flying that plane. Like they must have been a private pilot that he paid a handsome amount of money yeah, to. Yeah, like a smuggler. Like, also, you get a factor in like the pilot can't know what he's doing or who he's working for. You know. And but how does he like? Obviously, he reels it in. Uh-huh. How's the guy got not go, dude? You're Batman. Like <laughs> exactly. We have to kill him. They hired a blind pilot. <laughs> <laughs> it's an AI operated <laughs> plane. Hey, I mean that's actually. That could work for someone with that much money. They have that tech. Yeah, he would have that tech. Yeah. But uh, it's it's pretty great. But it's, it's probably just a smuggler. And it's pr- something where it's like, don't, don't look in the show. back. We don't need yeah, to show it. Don't look in the back. Yeah, yeah. Nolan's like, there's no need to show who the pilot is, really. You exactly. know, audiences aren't going to be like, oh, who's flying the plane? But it's super badass. This is such a great sequence. And just coming up with something like this is just fucking awesome. Yeah. And then it cuts to Lau is sitting outside of the DA's office uh, tied to a post with a sign. Says, deliver me to detect, uh, det- Commissioner Gordon, or Detective Gordon. Something like that. Because he's not Commissioner yet. He's not, he's a Lieutenant. Yeah, Lieutenant Detective Gordon. Becomes Commissioner later on. It's super funny. It's great. He's just been passed out. He's just right there. <laughs> All right. Now that Lau is in custody. <laughs> What's next? Let's, let's think. Let's think. Uh, okay. Is, um, fuck. Um, we're, do- we're doing pretty good. It's it's Rachel is making the deal with Lau, and then they come up with the her and her, she comes up with the idea of the well first Lau's like well first they they threaten Lau like how long do you think you'll last yeah. in county yeah because he's in protected custody right now and they're trying to be like what can you give us basically and then this is where she gets the idea for the Rico case because he says I'm good with calculations yeah he's he knows all the money he yeah. knows where all the money is and so she feels she goes oh if we do a Rico case. It'll be able. I'll be able to tie everybody to him, and be able, to, and then we can try everybody involved in the organization. Yeah, you try one person, you can try them all. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure the legal accuracy of this kind of case, but it sounds cool. In a no, movie. it's accurate. Yeah. It's, it's called the Rico case. Yeah, it's from a, a. That's what the case that was called it was called, Rico versus someone, but it's in a real DA's office did this in, for real, big time reality, and then it cuts to the courtroom right, with like 300 people being tried. Well, first. They get arrested. So oh yeah, so yeah, he Jim arrests, goes yeah. and arrests the gangsters. Yeah, and Roy's like, "You gonna embarrass me in front of my fen- my our, friends?" Our boy sure looks good on the tube. <laughs> Talk about Harvey on TV. Yeah, and then they arrest them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's real quick. It moves right into the courtroom, arresting them all, and they all yeah. get arrested. And then we cut to, well, first of all, the judge pulls out a, a card, card in and, her files. Yeah, it's just a Joker card, and then she thinks nothing of it and puts it aside. 
that's a great little hint of foreshadowing. And then we cut to the party. Correct me yeah, if I'm so wrong. One, yeah, so the fundraiser. The Let's fundraiser. just make sure we're not missing anything else. So before this, anything with Rachel, anything with Alfred? Nothing that I can think of. Anything with Lucius? Because the next time we see the Joker is at the party. Yeah, I think I think you're you're probably right. Yeah. So fundraiser for Harvey Dent because yeah. now he's the White Knight of Gotham. He's a hero. Oh, he's... we forgot something. What dinner? Damn, the fucking dinner. The dinner. Yeah. When is the dinner? Is after all this, right? Yes. So this yes. is before the fundraiser. Okay, so this, this, this is really after Lau. And then Lau. they they also they, so Ray, okay guys. So Rachel and Harvey are having dinner at a nice restaurant. Yeah. And Bruce walks in with the prima ballerina and. Even Rachel's like, aren't you a prima ballerina? He's like, pre-med ballerina. No, I thought it was prima ballerina from the show, the ballet. I thought, oh, I thought she was a pre-med Well, how, how would she know she's pre-med? Because she's very impressive. No, I think prima ballerina <laughs> is like the, the, you're like the number, you're the lead of the ballet. I think you're right. Prima. Prima ballerina. Ballerina. I'm an idiot. You're pre-med, aren't you? Yeah, how'd you know? Just a guess. <laughs> So, but they're yeah, having think, dinner. Yeah. yeah, prima ballerina. Yeah, prima ballerina. I'm a fucking idiot. I thought <laughs> okay. she was a pre-med ballerina all my <laughs> life. And Bruce walks in. Obviously, I love this version of Bruce being the cocky. Principal dancer. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So he's basically, this is the, the facade of Bruce Wayne, the public persona of Bruce Wayne. He's meeting Harvey Dent and bringing up how they're old friends and how they should put two tables together. And Harvey's it's like, okay. I own the place. I don't think they'll let us. Yeah, it's okay. I own the place. <laughs> and he's like, and what Bruce is doing, he probably knew that they were going to be here, and he just kind of probably wanted an introduction oh, yeah. to Harvey to kind of get what he was all about in his basically ideology, and you know all the things that Harvey says really capture Bruce as this is the answer that I need. I don't want. I can't be Batman forever. I need someone to take up the mantle of being the hero <sighs> of Gotham. This is the guy. This guy can do it. And he says, "That's it. I'm I'm convinced. I'm, I'm gonna sold you. I'm gonna throw you a fundraiser." And Harvey's like, "Oh, I'm not up for reelection until next year." He's like, "You don't understand. A fundraiser with me and my friends, you'll be set for life. Me and my pals, you'll never need another cent." Yeah, basically. Get the fucking line right. <laughs> all right, pre, one, pre, one, all right, pre-med ballerina. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> one fundraiser with my pals, you won't ever need another cent. Meaning he's about to make bank. Oh yeah, it's very much how politics work. <laughs> Unfortunately, also we got the great line, which is one of the main themes, and it is the theme for Harvey's character. You either die hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain, which is alluded to when they talk about Caesar. Exactly. And also the ballerina like kind of is like, what if Harvey Dent is the ma- the, the Cape Crusader? Crusader. <laughs> I think if I was running out at night, someone would have noticed. And then her and her Harvey grab hands and then then Bruce is like motherfucker. Bruce like slams the table. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Take your hands off her. <laughs> Get your filthy hands off. Her. <laughs> 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 Fucking pussy. <laughs> Rachel and Batman, you know you know how cool I am. <laughs> but I'm Batman. This guy's a bitch. I'm Batman. <laughs> All right, let's get to the fundraiser now. <laughs> I know there's a scene between this and that, but whatever. There probably is. We already said it, I think. But I'm pretty sure it doesn't cut right to the fundraiser. Now, well, let's think. Whatever. I think it cuts to the Lau scene after this. So the Joker's starting to come after people as well at the same time as the fundraiser, right? <laughs> so he's starting to go after the judge. He's going after the commissioner. I think it's all happening at the same time, right? Is the Joker pool room scene in between the dinner? 
I think the Joker Pullroom scenes before yeah, this. So yeah. It's, yeah, so this is when he pretends to have himself turned hot in, by hot, gotcha. Yeah, dead body. He acts as he acts dead, and then two thugs bring him into one of the one of the gangsters. What's that gangster's name? It starts with a B, I think. I can't remember. I can't remember Scott, any of their names. Yeah. Honestly, I just remember Maroney's name. But that, but again, he shows he surprises them. They get the drop on them, and then Joker does his first scars tale. Yeah, if you wanna. So he's, this is the. Um, you wanna know how I got these scars? My father was a drinker. And he just basically kind of is making up a story, and basically saying that <clears throat> one night he goes off crazier than usual, and his mom. Gets the kitchen knife. Gets the kitchen knife, and he attacks her. But then he takes the knife. He sticks the blade in my mouth and does this. And That's the, uh, he says, "Why, why, why am I, why so, why so serious?" Yeah, 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 yeah. basically, the the first "why so serious" exactly. Yeah, monologue. It's really terrific. It's terrifying. And then as he's saying it, the the cello strings are getting louder and louder. And then he looks to the guy who's in shock at the blade being inside the guy's mouth, and he goes. Why so serious? Then kills him off camera. Yeah, which is great. You just see the guy fall, and then there's two thugs left, and then Joker basically three, three, three. Oh my god, with, you're right. And he breaks, he breaks a pool cue and puts one piece down. Yeah, he's like, our organization is you is new and young, but that means we're open we for have a, yeah. aggressive expansion. And yeah, we're gonna have tryouts, but only one spot's open. Yeah, make it fast, <laughs> man. I love. I mean, if there's a scene in a movie that I wish was longer. Oh my god, imagine that scene. But you don't need to see it though. I know, but I want to. <laughs> I want to. Yeah, all right. So so we got, thanks for then, remembering that. Then it's the fundraiser. Then we have the fundraiser because yeah. I'm trying to think, when he starts killing the commissioner and the, ma- and the mayor and all that stuff. Oh, we the mayor with the, the, the dummy. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, not the dummy, the, the yeah. guy that's hung. So yeah. that's definitely earlier, right? Yeah, the copycat. So this that's is where, after the that's after this the is dinner. after the arrest uh-huh. after the the Rico case. Yes, Gordon yeah. is called yeah. into the mayor's office with the commissioner because they did a good job. Yeah, and then yeah. but then the mayor's warning Gordon they're gonna come after you now once you go after the walls. So you're he's warning no he's warning Harvey. Oh oh yeah he has Gordon leave yeah so he's like I hope you're up for it. He's like leave us. So I hope you're up for it. He has the commissioner and Gordon leave. Hope you're up for it. And then he's looking out the window. And then the face uh, of the collision of the hung Batman impersonator vigilante Copycat, smashing against yeah. the window. And he was killed and murdered, obviously. It says, he has a sign on his chest. It says, Well, the real Batman stand up. Yeah. Please stand right. up. Yeah. Great little reference to Eminem. Yeah. And, and, then, dun, 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 <laughs> and then we have Bruce. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> When Bruce and Alpha are watching it on TV. Yeah, they're watching the news report on TV. And, and then they put shocking. on Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't an air. It wasn't out yet, was it? 2008, nah. And then they show yeah, the, they reveal the footage. Not in 2008. That was in... Oh, yeah. You college. used to watch it, so you know. Exactly. GTL. And What's GTL? Jim Tan Laundry. <laughs> 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 you still live that lifestyle. <laughs> kind of, actually. I mean, I do laundry, and I do like to get some sun, and I go to the gym. That's your life still. Kind of, a little bit. Nothing's changed. Hey. Hey. <laughs> do GTL. they say that? Hey. No, sometimes no. probably. But back to the graphic report of the footage of Joker interrogating and intimidating this guy and basically telling Batman to reveal himself. And if every day he doesn't reveal himself, I'm going to kill a person every day. He says that every day he people will die. He, people. And believe me, I'm a man of my word. Can you do the laugh? 
That was good. Thanks. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, then the guy's like, I love that. Look at me. Yeah. And um, from what I read, Nolan just gave him the camera and let Heath Ledger do his thing. And he improvised a lot of that. Uh, there was dialogue written, but he really just he let Heath do whatever he wanted with the camera. Which was it was it came out really really fantastic. You want to see how crazy Batman's made Gotham? And Heath actually had a lot of experience with filming himself. Have you ever seen the documentary? Yeah, and, you, he's yeah. always had a camera. Yeah, yeah, he always had he had a camcorder. He took everywhere and he would film things and he would film himself. And so I think that Nolan might have seen some of the footage and gave gave him the confidence to let Heath take the lead on that. I agree because that's I think that's one of the. I think that's probably the most disturbing scene I've seen in a comic book film. Of I think it's a really powerful moment. That footage, that handheld documentary-style footage of him tormenting and murdering this person. And it's I think it's one of the strongest parts of this movie. feels so real. Exactly. feels so real. Yeah. And visceral. You know, it's, it's tough. Yeah, visceral is a great and it's word. Like another thing, it's like Joker's kills are pretty much off camera. Mm-hmm. And we don't even see what happens to this guy. We just see him being hung. But then it's it's really powerful to see the result of what he did to him and then to see before he did what he did to him. Exactly, crazy. yeah. yeah. But, you know, we see the feral insanity of Joker in this sequence really well. And yeah. now we finally get to the fundraiser. Yeah, now. <laughs> finally. We're not missing anything else, are we? <laughs> 12 hours late. Do you yeah. want to get to our intermission before we get into the fundraiser? Honestly, I feel like we should just stay on the momentum. Let's just get out of the fundraiser. Yeah, let's get it over with. No, I, I think we should stay in momentum because, like, I don't want to lose our track of, train of thought. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I say we'll maybe just do the intermission at the end of the episode. But then it's not an intermission. Then it's a it's an epilogue. It's a post-credit. No, we got to do the intermission. People love the intermission. All right, fine. We'll do the, we'll intermission, do the intermission, then... Get to the fundraiser and going forward. Yes. All right. So now before we continue, the best way to support Raiders of the Lost podcast is to become a patron right now at patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost podcast. We have five different tiers of support. We have $2, $5, $10, $25, and $100. Every single tier gets you a bunch of awesome perks, and they all have access to two weekly bonus episodes. The weekly chat has now exclusively been moved to... Patreon only. Every patron has access to that every Wednesday. And also we do a bonus episode every week just for every patron as well of the show. So everyone has access to this content every week. The $10 tier gets you access to our Discord. It's an incredible community. We're on there all the time. Hundreds of people are on there. We're doing watch parties a couple times a month. It's so much fun. $25, one of the best perks. And that one is you get your own custom episode. You pick a topic and we'll do it for you. The $100 tier has the best perks. A ton of them. Some of my favorites include a watch party with just you and us, the three of us, which is super fun. Just the three of us. And then three months of being in the chosen one category and tier. You get to come on the show for a fun guest segment, which is a blast. So Patreon helps us do the full showtime. It's essential to (laughs) help us do the full showtime. (laughs) (laughs) Patreon allows us to do the show full time. It's essential to us keeping the lights on. So thank you so much. To everyone who is a patron of Raiders of Lost podcast, we're watching American Psycho on Wednesday oh, on yeah. Discord. It's oh, beat be- Blade! Yeah, it destroyed Blade. Wow! <laughs> Did it just kill him? It destroyed him. They were neck and neck for a while. They took a, it is a landslide victory. Wow! Yeah, landslide. This episode is also sponsored by our friends at MoviePosters.com, the number one place to get your posters online today. Be sure to use our promo code at MoviePosters.com to get ten percent off your order 
today. Before we continue, one of the best ways you can support Raiders of the Lost podcast is leaving those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. You can leave a five-star review on both platforms. Apple also gives you the ability to leave a written review, which are super helpful, as well as subscribe on YouTube if you're watching. Now, let's get into our intermission. Oh, yeah. You ready? I'm ready. Start with the movie quote competition. You can be as mad as a mad dog at the way things went. You can curse the fates, but when it comes to the end, you have to let go. I have no idea. Let me do another. This is a tough one, yeah. Here, this one might help. Life can be understood. Life can only be understood looking backward. It must be lived forward. I don't know. Curious case of Benjamin Button. Ah, that was pretty good, Brad. Yeah. That was a pretty good, Brad. That's a tough quote. It was. That whole movie, it doesn't have, like, super memorable quotes, but it's a great script. Yeah, I can't, it's, yeah. It's it's, it's a good script. Uh, Steve Zalian. Right. can only be understood. (laughs) I see he thinks he does something good that he just keeps doing it. (laughs) I said he did a pretty good Brad, and... Now I'm going to hear nothing but Brad all week. <laughs> you just say bango. <laughs> I don't know why my Siri's going off on my laptop. Siri, turn off. Go away. All right, here's my quote. It's uh, two characters speaking. <laughs> Siri, no. Turn off. Okay. There was a moment when I used to blame everything and everyone for all the pain and suffering and vile things that happened to me that I saw happen to my people. Used to blame everybody, blamed white people, blamed society, blamed God. I didn't get no answers because I was asking the wrong questions. You have to ask the right questions. Other character says, like what? Go back to them and it says, has anything you've done made your life better? Oh my God. Can you do it one more time just slower? There was a moment when I used to blame everything and everyone for all the pain and suffering and vile things that happened to me that I saw happen to my people. Used to blame everybody. Blamed white people, blamed society, blamed God. I didn't get no answers because I was asking the wrong questions. You have to ask the right questions. Like what? Has anything you've done made your life better? It's that last line. Oh my God. What movie is this? I fucking, I'm blanking. American History X. Yeah, it's it's uh in the prison where... Yeah, the laundry. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Damn, man. Changes him. That's a fucking heavy movie. Yeah. It's really great, man. We should we should uh, cover it sometime. I haven't seen it in a long time. It might be one of those movies that is kind of controversial to talk about. Too controversial. I don't think it's controversial. It shows it shows how evil discrimination and racism is. Yeah. You know? You know what? We should do it. Yeah. It's, 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 not, really, contra- it's not controversial People at all. really like it. Yeah. It's about how, how you know, yeah. Edward Norton's character changes into a, a decent human being. All right, guess this movie release year. It's a classic. You ready? Mm-hmm. Battlefield Earth. <laughs> 2010. 2000. Oh, I was thinking Battle, Battle LA. No, yeah. Battlefield Earth, yeah, the Battlefield Scientology Earth, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scientology, Origins. Origins. John Travolta, Forrest Whitaker, Origins. Man, what a, what a classic. Barry Pepper. Oh, yeah. That was his, uh, he took that role after Saving Private Ryan. Ouch. I mean, it's a $150 million movie. Yeah, you probably got paid. All right, Paths of Glory. It's Kubrick's war film. Nineteen 
65? I knew it was old, but I didn't realize it was, realize yeah, it was that an old. early Kubrick movie. Very early. Have you ever seen The Killing? No. You should watch it. It's uh-huh. really this first movie. Movie pop quiz time. How many Wes Anderson movies has Owen Wilson been in? Oh, good question. One, two. And if you can, extra bonus points, name them. Wow. Three. Oh, wow. Um, I'm going five. No, six. Six. Seven. Seven. So you got Ball Rocket. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna name them. Okay, actually, I think it's actually eight. I missed one. It's six. No, I'm an it's extra eight? one. Oh, yeah, I think it's eight. Oh, he must have voiced some characters. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 eight. It's eight. Wait, no. One, two, three. Yeah, eight. You sure about that? Nope, it's seven. All right, because so... he's not in Rushmore. He helped write and produce it. Yeah. So Ball Rocket, one. Tenenbaums, two. Darjeeling, three. <clears throat> um, Budapest. Um, uh, Life Aquatic, French Dispatch, six, and then you are missing, you're missing one. What is it? Ball Rocket. I should have written the list down. I was just it's looking fucking at ten bombs. Fucking amateur. Unless he voiced a character. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Who did he voice? Coach Skip. Oh, damn it. He's such a tiny role. I wasn't. I didn't even think of that. So seven total. He was not been in all of them. Like he wasn't in Isle of Dogs. He wasn't in Moonrise. Correct. He was in French Dispatch though recently. Like yep. you said, mm-hmm. I got all the live action ones. Okay, what was Guy Ritchie's third film? Lockstock, then Snatch, then third. It wasn't oh. crap. <laughs> That's a good question. Lockstock's two smoking barrels. That's his first snatch. Fucking um, crap. What year? What was he doing in the early two thousands? Snatch was like two thousand one, and then rock and roll. I feel is like two thousand seven. What are you doing between? The fuck did he do in between? The fuck? Fuck. Fuck. Am I going to punch the air? No, you're not going to punch the air. I bet you haven't even heard of it. I don't know. Swept Away. I have not seen that. It's a remake of an Italian film about uh, two people who were on uh, a sailing trip. They're not together, but they like, kind of can't stand each other. One's a communist, one's a uh, capitalist, and then they get uh, shipwrecked. On an island together, and it's about they're like constantly bickering the whole time. So he made a remake of that. So it's kind of like um, what came out last year, um, the the boat, the cruise movie. Oh, Triangle Status. Triangle Status. Yeah, kinda. yeah, but just with two people. Yeah. And um, Madonna is the lead. Oh, cool. Oh, that's where they met. I get. I get. No, he was making music videos for her. That's where they met. Well, great question. Thanks. That was man. a really good one. I'm gonna have to check it out. All right, let's get it's into... It's got like an under five on IMDb. Let's get into... Have you seen it? No. Oh. I've seen the Italian one. What are we looking at for haters, unsubscribes, Anthony? What we got? <clears throat> well, we just recorded yesterday, so... Um, True. We, we did all of our unsubscribes. It's all good. 
So I don't. I didn't see any. Wait, no, I got one. I got one from Preston. <laughs> James taking a big swing here, recommending a movie on a streaming platform with a WGA strike captain in the studio, unsubscribed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that cracked me up. But yeah, that was the only one because we did. Uh, I did all the unsubscribes yesterday. We have a great new five star review. Yes, from the real Jared Berry. This is on Apple. So you can leave five-star reviews on Spotify and Apple, but on Apple, you can actually write a review, which we love to read. First-time listener, long-time commenter. Aw. Absolutely peak podcast. I've been listening since the OG Harry Potter review, and it is entertaining, informing, funny, and has deepened my love for film. If you like banger podcasts with bros that like film but aren't film bros, you'll love this. (laughs) P.S., I couldn't think of a good segue into this, but unsubscribed. <laughs> love that. I like being bros that love film but aren't film bros. I like that. I think, you know, the film bro term is starting to change, man. It's starting to evolve. Mm-hmm. I think people are sick of it because it just, hey, you know, there's nothing wrong with liking te- with Pulp Fiction, you know? There's nothing wrong with loving Taxi Driver. Yeah, they're freaking great movies for a reason. Yeah. And I bet most of the people who criticize film bros for liking Taxi Driver haven't even seen Taxi Driver. Probably not. They just have like a preconceived notion about what it is. It's just guys that like movies. It's just like, oh, how dare they like the same movies? How dare they like great movies? How dare I? How, how dare, dare you? You're going to be weeping when you say that. <laughs> it's an amazing Spider-Man reference. Um, sick reference, bro. Sick reference. <laughs> Streaming recommendation. What do you got? I got Leon the Professional. Or just Leon, depending on what country you're in, is on Netflix now. Nice pick. I selected Network on HBO Max. Nice, dude. Which is one of the still one of the most relevant movies of its age to this day, and it was made in '74 or '76. And it's about you know the media and its corruption and how you know it can change a public public opinion and how. It can be monetized and taken advantage of by the real powers that be, and it's a really sensational movie. It's deep stuff, Anthony. Deep stuff. Now let's get back into the dark night and take a deep dive into the fundraiser. The fundraiser! The fundraiser! We finally, <laughs> finally got to it. This whole episode has been leading to this fundraiser. <laughs> now, but... Uh-oh. I still think we're missing some stuff. Like what? I think we're missing the assassinations. Uh, we're missing. That's after, man. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Nuh-uh, man. Yeah. This is after. Those are no, after. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They lead up to this. They lead up to the fundraiser. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. How much you want to bet? Some money. Some serious cheddar cheese. I feel like the scene where... So, the assassinations happen after the assassination... After we think Gordon's dead. Wait, no, no, no. No. So. I'm So, I'm talking about... The killing inside that apartment that Gordon and Batman go to. Sure. Oh and, my god, I think you're right. And so then, and then, Shit. remember, Gordon says, "I just want to get to this fundraiser." <laughs> no, man, we we got we got we got to back up. So before the fundraiser, that that I think it's a police officer is killed, and Joker has named his named next his target next targets inside yes. the newspaper, and it's the mayor. And so, and also DNA of the commissioners found on the card. That was given to the judge. Something like that, yeah. Yes, that's it, yeah. And also, Batman carves out the brick to take ballistics, or take fingerprints off a bullet. Fingerprints. You're going to take a ballistics off a shattered bullet? Fingerprints. <laughs> yeah, we're going to back it up. Okay, so th- these people get killed, and then we have... <laughs> Shit, this is harder than I thought okay, it was going to be. And then we have the assassinations on the commissioner. Drinking the alcohol that's laced with poison. 
and then the mayor who there's a knock on her front door and those two guys give her an envelope that says she's we, not the mayor or i mean she's the, she's the judge judge and she said and they say we we, we don't, don't even know, know where, where you're going, going. <laughs> and then her car blows up yes. and joker cards fly everywhere mm-hmm. commissioner drinks he's like i've like a threat's been made against your life you can't go anywhere gordon's there He's like, I figured out a solution to this problem years ago. He goes to drink. And, and then the music's building dun, and building, dun, building. Dun, and then, dun, 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 yeah. But before dun, this, dun, before dun, dun. before all that, though, we do get the introduction of the fundraiser. Of Bruce walking in. So is this is all happening at the same time? Exactly. So Bruce. It's the same day. Yeah. So Rachel and. I, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah. Rachel, we got this. Rachel yeah. and Harvey walk into the fundraiser. He's being super nervous. He doesn't like these kinds of people. And she's like, because oh, there's no, no way they would go if they knew all this yeah. was happening. Scared stiff by the trust fund brigade. And then um, then he talks to Alfred. He's like, any, any crazy ex boyfriends I should be I should know about? You have no idea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then Bruce rolls up like a boss in a helicopter with two models by his side. <laughs> and then he gives his campaign speech. Uh, of endor- endorsing Harvey. Ta- first, he kind of teases him. Those god-awful campaign commercials, I believe, in Harvey Dent. Good job, Harvey. Great slogan, Harvey. <laughs> but then he started paying attention because of the time he's been spending with Rachel and seeing how great Harvey is and how he is, in a way, the future that Gotham needs. Exactly. And then that conversation with Rachel and Bruce when he throws his champagne off the He's like, I don't fucking ledge. drink! <laughs> Harvey may not know when you're making fun of him, but I do. Yes. I meant every word I said. And this is where we have... And then also, then he makes the plea of... He basically says... You once told me that yeah, if, if, if Gotham um, no longer needed Batman, Batman, we could be together. Yeah, exactly. Is this and, still true? Yeah. So he's, he's pronouncing his love for her in hopes that, like, if Batman doesn't have to exist anymore, they can be together. Then we go to this montage. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. That happens in Bruce's. Oh, I know they kiss in the penthouse. Because when when, when does Rachel say right now Bruce's penthouse is the safest place in the city? After the shooting. After the shooting of the mayor. This night, yeah. This shoot. Cool. All right. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right, so that's a little bit later on. And then we have the introduction of We Are Tonight's Entertainment. Yeah. But Bruce isn't here yet. I mean, first, some thugs come in, right? So what happens is Bruce and Rachel are talking. No, no, no. Harvey and Rachel are talking, and then he kind of insinuates, you know, it makes you think who you want to spend the rest of your life with. He's kind of insinuating, you know, maybe we should get married without so much as so, – without – formally saying it she's probably like bro i'm just trying to hook up (laughs) (laughs) i thought we were just having fun (laughs) and then bruce comes in and puts him in a headlock and uh makes he chokes him out because then he puts puts him in a safe room and then bruce tells rachel to make sure harvey's safe and he locks the door then she's like what are you doing exactly then um joker arrives with his thugs and then in the other room in the hallway Bruce walks past that couple who were getting it on. Oh, thank God, you have a panic room. And then he gets in, goes into his panic room. Well, not his panic room, but like the hidden room. And then closes the door on them. He's like, "Great." So then, which it, it kind of it both is a great. It's Batman stuff, but like yeah. no one can go in there. But at the same time, on the surface, it shows that this narcissistic billionaire isn't going to help anybody. Exactly. So yeah, it's perfect it works. for public persona. It works. Bruce Wade, he wouldn't even, even let us go in his panic room. <laughs> so you're right. And also, he takes out that thug who calls him a pretty boy, takes apart his shotgun before that. Right. And then he goes into a safe room. And then 
we cut to Joker terrorizing the party, having fun. Looking, we are tonight's yeah. entertainment. Keeps asking for Harvey Dent. Have you seen Harvey? You know where Harvey is? Harvey, you heard of him? You know where he is? <laughs> you remind me of my father. I hated my father. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a great scene, man. It's terrifying. It's disturbing. And the 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 how he deflates the room, basically. And just his voice is just heard. But then we have that slow cello build as he's telling another story of how I got my scars. Which he's about to say. He's tell a story to the guy he's interrogating. He says, we're not intimidated by thugs like you. You remind me of my father. I hated my father. I wonder how I got these scars, but then he sees Rachel. He's, she, he's, she talks. She says something. He says, I'll, I'll settle for his friends and loved ones. She says something. What does she say to get his attention? That's enough. Something like that. Something like that. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Stop. Yeah. And then he. Oh, you must be Harvey's little squeeze. And you are beautiful. Then he does a story. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get the great rotating camera, which is one of my favorite shots of the whole film. Come here. Come here. You want to know how I got these scars? Yeah. Just like spinning around the two actors. I had I had a wife who gambled too much and got in deep with the sharks. Great story. They carved up her face. And then he says, I wanted to let her know that I didn't care about the scars. Something, <laughs> like, something like that. So I put a, so I stick a knife in my mouth and I do this to myself. And the funny thing is. She can't stand the sight of me. <laughs> now I see the funny side. I'm always smiling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to load of me? <laughs> oh, no, because Rachel punches him. And she goes, oh, oh, yeah, you got a little fight in you. I like that. What are you going to load of me? Boom. <laughs> no, no, well, you're going to love me. Well, you're going to love me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just like the pre-med, pre-med, pre-med ballerina. ballerina. <laughs> Where do you get a load of me? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Wait until you get a load of me. Yeah. <laughs> That's a phrase. No, it is, but he yeah. says you're gonna well, you're gonna love me. Well you're gonna love me. <laughs> yeah, I think he does say that. Yeah, I think you're right. <clears throat> then a fun little fight between him and his thugs, and then Joker even reveals his little nifty knife boot knife boot that uh he just pops it up. So he has a fan and an affinity for knives. Kicks and it into kicks, the Batman's yeah, stomach. Absolutely. And then he gets a hold of Rachel and what's Batman say? Let her go. Very poor choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> he throws her off the roof. Rachel! <laughs> it's pretty sick that Batman just dives off the building and yeah. catches her. It's it's pretty awesome. I would have loved to see um how Joker got away from the building. True. He probably it's not that it. important, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, we don't need to. He probably just yeah, booked it out of there, you know. Not, not that important. You know what I mean? Batman just fell into a, a taxi yeah. eighty stores below. And this is uh, the rare use of below. uh rare use of green screen from Nolan. Where this is obviously built on a soundstage, and then they threw Maggie Gyllenhaal off the ledge, but there was just like obviously safe landing right there, and then their cityscape behind was is all it's just a green screen that they put in after the fact. It works super well. It looks great. It looks really good. Yeah, there's a bunch of scenes in this movie where the the background and windows are just green with the city in the backdrop, like the the Lao escape and stuff like that. They're not actually yes, on a yes, skyscraper. Yes, yes flying outside of it absolutely but the shots of him on the skyscraper the those are real as hell. very real. real as hell very real but it's really just the background through the window like that now so let's Joker, not do that again joe <laughs> where's harvey do you want to kiss <laughs> where's harvey he's okay <laughs> why do you care about harvey so much <laughs> i just saved your fucking life <laughs> harvey 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 what about me <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. All right. Now, now we cut to is it is now the the mayor's speech of the commissioner's death. So it's going to be the yeah the celebration the the celebration <laughs> the parade <laughs> the parade the what would you call it service parade service yeah it's like way? a for, yeah. it's a funeral yeah but it's, it is a parade though. So hold on, but let's back it up a little bit. So I believe there's a sequence. So so the parade's going on. It's about to happen as well as Bruce is down in his bunker. This with is Alfred. Bruce and Alfred talking about the rubies, the rubies, the yeah. grape, the size of grapefruits as well. As... I saw a child playing with the ruby, the size of a tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> and they had, yeah, he's telling about how he was working with people there, smugglers, and they had to burn the whole forest down to find this pirate that was stealing all the rupees and jewels, and he was just throwing them away because yeah. he just wants to world, watch the world burn. It was good because they were looking at yeah. the security cam footage of the Joker and the yes. crimes he's been committing, as well as he also Alfred's saying this theme where nobody understands the Joker, and whether it be the gangsters, criminals, or law enforcement, or Batman, Bruce. They all think that Joker wants something, that he's trying to get something that he wants money, or he wants to do something, or he wants to build an empire. He doesn't want anything. He just wants to cause chaos. He wants to watch the world burn, as Alfred said. Some men want to watch the world burn. And that's Joker is a parallel to the, to the bandit in that story of someone just doing it because, you know what? Why not? It's fun. And that's who the Joker is, and he's trying to make Bruce understand that. And because also he got a fingerprint analysis off the ballistic off that bullet, yes. and so with that bullet and the fingerprints, he was able to find a location and an address and an apartment. And so this is where he takes off room, on the motorcycle. In a, in a bed. <laughs> <laughs> I meant like an apartment building. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes you just like say six things when you just have to say one thing. Sometimes I just start talking. I don't know where it's gonna go. <laughs> and at the same time, this is when they're having the the, 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 the celebration for the death of the commissioner. <laughs> the the parade funeral of the commissioner. Uh, but also we get Batman. Um, on motorcycle, without a mask, it's just it's just Bruce, it's just Bruce, yeah, yeah undercover, <laughs> plain clothes Batman. It's great, I love it. Which they did in the Batman. Plain also, cl- plain clothes. I, I think a little earlier, there's a scene where the accountant brings something up about the funds at Bruce Wayne in the R and D department. This is when he tries to blackmail Lucius. I believe it happens around here mm. where he says, don't tell me you didn't recognize your baby pancake police cars on the 6 o'clock news. So he says, so you think your client, one of the most powerful, wealthiest man in the world, is a vigilante who spends his time beating criminals to a pulp. With his and bare your, hands. And your plan is to blackmail this person? Go ahead and Good luck. that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because then later on he goes on the yeah. TV show. Yeah. All right, so now we have the big – uh, funeral service for the commissioner parade. Bruce is on his way. <laughs> He's going after the apartment where he got the address from the fingerprints. Yes, where he finds all the guys tied up, as well as their clothes were taken because they're police officers. And Jim Gordon's down uh, with the parade with all the police, and he's there just trying to watch the mayor, who's giving a speech about the commissioner. Yeah, giving a speech on stage, and um, then I'll, then you of hear course- the, you hear the echo of the mayor's speech 
reverberating through the the halls and rooms of this apartment building as Bruce is entering this room. And then there's an a, a alarm that goes off in Bruce's the apartment that he's in in a window flaps open and a sniper well, shoots Well, first he finds a bunch of cops uh who have been who have been ban- tied, undressed and um blinded. What do you call it? Not blinded, blindfolded. Like, blindfolded, thank you. Hope <laughs> there's some poor bleach in their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fucked up. <laughs> And then the window thing. Then the the, co- the sniper shoots at the window and then never addresses it. Yeah. It's like some lady. What'd you shoot at? Uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. Some lady was putting out some clothes to dry. <laughs> is it a threat still? Uh, don't worry about it. And then we have the. But it was happening during the salute gunfire. Oh, yeah, That's why no one salute. notices it. Yeah, the twenty-one gun salute. And so then we see the Joker is actually in disguise without makeup as one of the cops in the salute. Yeah. Fires at the at the mayor. Jim Gordon jumps in front of the bullet and then chaos it, ensues. Yeah. And um, David Dashmachian is also plays the role of Joker's like like assistant criminal here, like helping him out. They both went at they both tried to shoot uh, the mayor at the exactly. same time. Exactly. Then yeah. Harvey Harvey kidnaps him, Dashmachian's character, with the ambulance because on his shirt it says Rachel Dawes, yeah. and he's laughing about it because he knows it. And so he kidnaps him and handcuffs him. To inside, oh, he's already handcuffed inside the ambulance. He just steals the ambulance because he was arrested because he was caught by the other cops. But Joker got away, and then Bruce. This is, by the way, it was a great set piece. Yeah, yeah I love the shot that Nolan does of, and I remember it being very impressive in the trailer of where we're leading Harvey as he's walking through the crowd, and then people are running around, and then there's a gunshot, and he ducks, and like everybody in the background ducks. And I remember seeing that in the trailer, being like, "Wow, this is a really big movie. Scope is huge." And then, so basically everyone gets away, and then we go to Harvey interrogating this guy outside the ambulance in some random, like, street, some random alley in the dark at night, and he's using his coin, yeah. which we have seen the reveal of his double-sided heads. We don't know that yet, do we? Oh, do we know we that? Know it. Yeah, we do know it. No, we don't know it. Cause it's no, not until Rachel sees it, and then she says, you make your own luck. So right now, okay. we, we think that he's really doing basically oh, yeah, Russian yeah. roulette in a way. Because then Batman shows up and catches the coin midair. You leave a man's life to chance. What do you expect to learn from a man like that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were going to do Harvey's line. Uh, not exactly. Not exactly. What do you expect to learn from him? <laughs> just, just the kind of mind the Joker attracts. <laughs> <laughs> he's a paranoid schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> and then Batman's telling him if, if anyone was here if anyone saw what was happening right now all of those criminals would be released from prison and yeah. you'd be arrested and everything we'd done would be in vain the deaths of the commissioner and the judge and they think the mayor would would have been in yeah. vain as well and then Batman tells him that he's gonna give in to the Joker's demand and reveal himself and then Harvey's like, you, you can't, can't give in! in! You can't give in! And then and this is where we start to see Harvey is really turning but I think it was when he was – when he kidnapped someone, that's when he's turning. Yeah. But it, but when Nolan did a great – I remember there was some criticism when the film first came out where people were like, Harvey turned on a dime after Ra- Rachel's death, and it was so out of character for him. But I'm like, no, the guy kidnapped somebody yeah. well before Rachel was killed. Like, it shows that he has uh, – and also beating – like, knocking that criminal out in the, co- in the courtroom, uh, Nolan's put breadcrumbs in hints – and signs that there was darkness to him, and there is an extreme nature of violence within him. Two-sided, like exactly. Gordon, Gordon says, that IA, you, they, yeah. what, what was my nickname down yeah. there? Two-Face, yeah. because he's a two-kind of personality person. Yeah, so I mean, the, he kidnaps a, another person, breaking the law, 
and he's the DA. Like, clearly, it wasn't, like, out of nowhere, the, the turn of events for Harvey to become a murderer. Exactly. Then we have Bruce and Alfred watching the TV, and, Alf- and Bruce is told him that he's going to turn himself in. And then he says, what would you have me do? Oh, this is when they're in their bunker, I yeah, think. Yeah, the bunker. And Alfred says, endure, Master Wayne, endure. And then it's a really funny joke where he's like, uh, "Just burn! Ev- they're burning everything." Yeah. And he says, "I'm gonna tell everybody it was your idea." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really good. And then the press conference where really good. It's supposed to be Harvey saying that the Batman's gonna turn himself in, and they says, Our- "And Bruce is about to walk forward. He's yeah. there." But then Harvey says, "All right, take me in. I'm the Batman. I-, I am the Batman." Gets cuffed up. It's a really clever plan by Harvey. Yeah. And then it's him with Rachel. Before he gets put inside the yes. the armored the SWAT car, the armored yeah. truck, yeah, and this is where we see the reveal that the coin is actually double sided. What's she double headed? She asks. She asks him. Well, <clears throat> Harvey. Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! She, so wait, no, hold on. First, oh, it's about their it's well, about their relationship. Well, well, first, Rachel is mad at Bruce for letting Harvey take the fall. Yeah. She tells him, and then... This is in the suite. Exactly. In the kiss. Yeah. And then then Bruce is like, hey, it's his life. <laughs> <laughs> Not my problem. Not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the part where that was my problem. <laughs> Bully McGuire. <laughs> I forgot the part where that was my problem. Oh, uh, man. So that's where they have this... They're in the suite, and they have the kiss. Can we be together if Batman no, no longer needs Gotham? And then we have the scene outside the armored truck where they're talking, I think, about their relationship or something, and, and Harvey flips the coin. I can't remember what they're, the coin t- tosses about. Then she catches it. You make your own luck, like you said. Then he gets yeah. the armored truck. And this is one of the best action set pieces ever filmed in general, not just in an action movie or in a movie, but in comic movies, but ever. And other than the amazing practical camera work they did with the actual stunt team coordinators in the vehicles there was a lot of miniature work in this as well a lot of the vehicles when they're crashing and they built these great miniatures miniatures were probably about the size of this table here maybe a little bit bigger and sometimes smaller sometimes but, even smaller than that. <laughs> <laughs> some but for example like when the truck crashes when the bat the tumbler slams into the trash truck that was all miniature work and it really looks fantastic and I mean, it makes me think, like, I wish they would still do that much miniature work for stunt sequences. You know what I mean? In other movies. Because CGI just looks too clean sometimes. And just, like, yeah, these, like dancing too animated. too clean. But then, I mean, when actual things are hitting each other, actual objects, like, they're moving in a way that's unpredictable. You know what I mean? And you really capture that improvisational nature of movement when you're actually doing it for real. And the sequence is incredible. Let's go through it real quick. They're in the armored truck. They are diverted by a fire truck that's on fire. They have to go underground on those underground roads and tunnels, which they don't want to do. It'll be turkeys on Thanksgiving down there. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have the reveal of the Joker and his crew and their garbage trucks and their their slaughters, the best medicine instead of laughters, the best medicine. And they blow up the truck in front of the one that's holding Harvey. Joker's he tries out a few different weapons. Yeah, Uzi, yeah. shotgun, then rock. Was that was that rocket bazooka? Was that bazooka? Was that bazooka? <laughs> <laughs> and then Batman shows up with his tumbler, takes out the garbage hmm. truck, and then Joker's like, after. "Hmm." And then sacrifices his tumbler in front of the rocket that's going to take out Harvey's truck. One of the trucks gets blasted into the water. This was all filmed in Pittsburgh. But all, yeah, I mean, when the truck 
leaves that little underground tunnel and just crashes into the water. Like Nolan and Lee, Dan, um, Lee Smith, the editor, they they hold that for like a good five seconds, and the, the helicopter is just pushing in slowly. But like I love it when he he'll just hold a shot, and it's just fantastic. You just see how it hits the water, the sound it makes. It's just fantastic. Yeah, and then we have them getting out of the tunnel, and we also have – the bat pod emerging the bat pod from was, yeah. from the tumbler, his motorcycle, oh, and yeah. then we have you can see the huge influence of heat on this movie and these big set pieces and crashes and collisions. We have that flip over of the eighteen wheeler, which oh was done God. practically in real life. Rack him up, rack him up, absolutely rack him up. incredible. When Batman goes through that mall, then he hits those wires. I love one of my favorite sound designs for any vehicle is the bat pod. It's really fantastic, and they took um. It has kind of like a Star Wars quality to it, like the, the sound <sighs> think, of the I think, engines. I think they took a Lamborghini engine and blended it with a couple other sounds, if I remember correctly. I remember watching the the DVD special features, and I think they... Well, what's also really cool is that Nolan likes to work out of his house. And so, out of his home, like in his garage, like they were putting together the tumbler and stuff. And like the production designer and costumers, like they... They like work out of his home. He likes to be near everything, and it's just a really fascinating process. To obviously he doesn't have his own studio, but he likes to make his home like his place of work in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's I've really seen cool. a photo of like him and his kid when he was one of his sons was young, uh-huh. and the tumbler, the the bat pod, just like in their driveway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly like, at their home, and it's it's just really like they were building the bat pod there at his place. You Very know what cool. I mean? Very cool stuff. And then obviously the great sequence of the Joker. Well, what do you think about um, the bad pod going up the wall? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. That shot's great. He's got a spaceship in the next one. But basically. I mean, the, the flipping of the truck is just really it's fantastic because it's a great use of obviously cinematography and stunt work, but then sound design. Because he drops the music. Yeah, music cuts out. And then we just hear like the... It's just an amazing sound effect. Like they the created. echo of bending metal. Yeah, exactly. Really cool. Exactly. Yeah, it's very cool. And Joker has his assault rifle, and he's shooting at cars as he sees Batman coming to him in the distance. Mm-hmm. And he's he wants Batman to hit me. Come on, I want you to hit me. I want you to hit me. Do it. I want you. I yeah. want you to hit me. I want you. I want you to do it. <gasps> hit, me, ah! hit me! And what happens? Batman backs out last second because he's, a bitch. he's not a killer. Yet, <laughs> and then he crashes into the side. You're insinuating of the, truck. the uh, Zack Snyder Batman? He's oh no, I mean Batman. Dark Knight kills some people. Who's he kill? No, like like off camera, like people are dying from Batman. I guess so. Yeah, it happens. I don't know what you're talking about. And unconscious, and Joker and his cronies go over to in- interrogate, and one of them gets zapped as he tries to remove his mask. <laughs> and he spits on him. <laughs> I gotta say this this meme of. Heath Ledger doing a kickflip over Christian Bale is a Photoshop. It's fake. The it's skateboard's just, fake. It's a it's a still from the movie that someone photoshopped the skateboard underneath Heath, Heath Ledger. It's not a still. It's a, fo- a set photo. A set photo. Okay, thank so you. So a photographer on set took that photo. Of him jumping right at this moment. Yeah. And someone put a skateboard. <laughs> it's hilarious. But it's actually true. Like uh, Heath Ledger. Well, he, it's not a true photo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Heath Ledger would like hang out on set on his off days and I saw his interview where Nolan said that he was very curious about filmmaking and would just, like, hang out and watch them film scenes and would ride his skateboard to set. Miss, I bet you he would have became a director. Well, yeah, he directed a Modest Mouse video uh, right before his death. So he wanted to – he also was planning to direct a film. 
that's right. Yeah. He was gonna do. He was in pre-production on a film. We talked about it on an episode. I can't yeah, remember, I can't remember what the movie was. Yeah. I forgot about that. It's too bad. He probably would have been a great filmmaker. Such a great artist. And we have the reveal that Jim Gordon faked his death as Joker is about to pull his knife out and cut off the mask. Just give me a moment, one moment. And Jim Gordon is. <laughs> He's under like, the just bed. give me a second, please. <laughs> <laughs> and Gordon was driving the truck the whole time. Yeah. You He's do play of- things close to the chest. <laughs> <laughs> That's said like three times in this movie. And then uh, Gordon goes to his home and is also, his wife slaps him, but is happy. But also, I I forgot after Jim's death, Batman is at his wife's house. Yeah, when when Ramirez. When the the cops come to tell her, and she's like, it's your fault! (laughs) You brought this evil on us! You did! (laughs) Then we have the arrest of Joker, of the Joker, and he's being processed, and he's in his jail cell and we have the great dialogue between the mayor and Gordon and mayor's promotes asking him. yeah promotes yeah. him to uh, you you got the big job commissioner gordon <clears throat> and joker is clapping alongside everybody else nothing in his pockets but knives and lints no fingerprints nothing what no a DNA great match. trailer line yeah it's, that was it, great in the trailer it's really incredible and we see there just, was so much curiosity about him yeah clothes oh custom God. everything's custom yeah. handmade so there's nothing that you, you can't trace anything about him yeah Nothing. His DNA, fingerprints, clothing, shoes, yeah. nothing. It's interesting that um, he has no criminal history. Because if you have a criminal history, your fingerprints will be on record. So it's not like he's John Doe in Seven where he takes off his fingerprints. He's never been convicted of a crime or arrested at all before this. Been waiting. Yeah, he has. Yeah, in a way, been waiting. What have you been doing? Biding your time? <laughs> See, that's a meta reference. You that's brought great, up Seven yeah. and I referenced Seven. Great. Wow. That Whoa. Was, Man, you know your stuff. That was very applicable as well. Yeah, it was relevant. (laughs) (laughs) And we also have this eerie situation where some of his cronies are have upset bellies and not feeling so well. Boss said he took take out the paint and and fill it with With sunshine and bright lights and bright lights. (laughs) And at the same time, no. First, we have the interrogation. Oh yeah, interrogation scene between Batman. And Do you want to pull out the dialogue? Should we pull it? Yeah, because yeah. we, we're already calling the scene. But the scene opens up with Jim Gordon with the Joker. And he's like, oh, the good cop, bad cop routine. Not exactly. Turn light. Never the start. Old good cop, bad cop routine. Ne- and then Batman sums his head down. N- never start with the head. Your victim be getting all fuzzy. You can never feed it with the yeah. next attack. But also, exactly. beforehand, Gordon mentions that, you know, Harvey Denton never made it home. Oh, yeah. And Rachel Doss is, yeah. Who'd you leave him with? Yeah, exactly. Who's pe- your yeah, people? Your people, yeah, exactly. And then he asks, and then he says, I was here with you guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who'd you leave All right, let's with? pull the dialogue so we can do, um. <laughs> and, uh, I can, we're going to try and do uh, a, the performance of the scene. Do you have a link for it? I, I I'm should... looking for it, right? I, should, yeah. I meant to get it beforehand. I wish you did, man. Shut up. Here, I got it. Let me send you a link. It's coming your way. I got it. I got it. Got it? Oh, I got fucking ads. Ads on every website, man. I can just send you the one I got. Yeah, send me that one if it's clean. I got you, bro. It's coming your way in three, two, one, send. Got it. All right. Got it. Man, that was a cool poster. Never start with the head. The victim gets all fuzzy. Oh, that's where I was already. You can't feel the next. See? 
You wanted me. Here I am. I wanted to see what you'd do, and you didn't disappoint. You let five people die, then you let Dent take your place. Even to a guy like me, that's cold. Where's Dent? Those mob fools you want dead so they can get back to the way things were, but I know the truth. There's no going back. You change things. Forever. Then why do you want to kill me? Kill you? <laughs> I don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No, no, no. You, you complete me. You're garbage who kills for money. Don't talk like one of them. You're not. Even if you'd like to be. To them, you're a freak. Like me. They just need you right now. But as soon as they don't, they'll cast you out. Like a leper. <laughs> the Joker looks into Batman's eyes, <laughs> searching. Their morals, their code, it's a bad joke. Dropped at the first sign of trouble. They're only as good as the world allows them to be. You'll see. I'll show you. When the chips are down, these uh, civilized people, they'll eat each other. See, I'm not a monster. I'm just ahead of the curve. Batman grabs the Joker, pulls <laughs> him upright, interior observation room. One of the detectives moves to the door. Gordon stops him. He's in control. <laughs> interior interrogation room. Batman hoists the Joker up by the neck. Where's Dent? You have these rules, and you think they'll save you. I have one rule. And that's the rule you'll have to break to know the truth. Which is... The only sensible way to live in this world is without rules. And tonight, you're going to break your one rule. I'm considering it. There are just minutes left, so you're going to have to play my little game if you want to save one of them. Them? For a while, I thought you really were dead, the way you threw yourself after her. Batman drops the Joker, <laughs> rips up a bolted-down chair, and jams the chair underneath the doorknob. He then picks up the Joker and hurls him into the two-way glass. The glass splinters. The Joker, bleeding from nose to mouth, laughs at Batman. <laughs> Oh, look at you go! Does Harvey know about you and his little buddy? Joker smashes into the wall, slides to the floor. Batman stands over him, a man possessed. Where are they? Killing is making a choice. He grabs the Joker, holding him close. Batman punches the Joker across the face hard. <laughs> Where are they? You choose one life over the other, your friend, the district attorney, or his blushing bride-to-be. Batman punches the Joker again, and the Joker laughs. <laughs> You have nothing, nothing to threaten me with, nothing to do with all your strength. But don't worry, I'm going to tell you where they are, both of them, and that's the point. You'll have to choose. He's at 250 52nd Street, and she's at Avenue X at Cicero. Batman drops him and leaves. Who are you going for? Rachel! <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, good job, that's good job. Hey. Well done, Kudos. well done, well done. Kudos. How's your throat? <laughs> Killing me. <laughs> Avenue X at Cicero. We were trying to figure that out last Cicero. week. Cicero. Cicero. At Cicero. 250 52nd Street. 250 52nd Street! Mm -hmm. And then this this whole sequence in montage <laughs> is incredible. Dun, 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 dun. Harvey dun, and Rachel dun, both wake dun, dun. up tied to chairs with barrels of gasoline. Hello! All Hello! Hello! <laughs> Harvey! 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 Thank God! <laughs> okay. And Har having... Harvey's like, they're going to save you. They're going to save you. But and I think Rachel knows. Why would Joker give them speakerphones to talk to each other just to torment them? Yeah. That's why he's tormenting them. And he knows that he knows that Batman, thinking he's going after Rachel, is going to save Harvey Dent, which will kill Rachel because he knows the police won't make it in time to save Rachel. It's all done by design. Oh, yeah. He knows this will destroy Harvey and turn Harvey against everyone. And then Harvey, trying to get out of his binds in the chair, falls onto the floor. Wait, hold on. Harvey, to answer your question, yes! Yes, yes. I, I love 
to Batman. <laughs> Wait. No, then dark Batman busts. Whoa, well, you're, you're skipping. The, you're, he falls onto the floor uh. and gets oil, gasoline on half well, of his face. Well, you said boom. Well, because you were doing Rachel's line. No, but the explosion isn't yet. The The explosion happens right when she says, I've been thinking about your question, and... Nuh-uh. Wait. It happens after Batman busts in the door, right, and Harvey's right. like, "Why are you coming for me?" No. And why that, and Rachel, no, Rachel probably knows it's Batman, knows it's Bruce, and Bruce is like, "Fuck, <laughs> god damn it!" Well, no, <laughs> the look on his face is shock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't believe yeah, it, but yeah. he has to go and save Harvey. Pulls Harvey out, and then Rachel does her line. Wait, somehow, boom. Yeah. Explosion. Yeah. Harvey's bomb goes off as well. The gasoline gets caught on fire as Batman's dragon melt, turning it into Two Face. It's tragic, and then we have the shot of the buildings exploded. Batman in his suit silhouette, <laughs> that beautiful silhouette shot of yeah. standing with the blue behind him in the smoke. What's to remind you of? Heat. Oh yeah. Standing in front of the Neil, ocean. Neil yeah, in front of the sunrise. Really great reference. And then yeah, sunrise has that beautiful blue, blue color that you really you can't match unless you actually shoot it at that time of the day. We also forgot Rachel earlier goes to visit Alfred to give him. An envelope, a letter to Bruce saying that she's picking Harvey. Mm -hmm. And he says, how will I know? She says, it's unsealed. Go ahead and read it. <laughs> <laughs> read the my drama. <laughs> the way you said it. Like, <laughs> so inviting. <laughs> well, she's inviting him to read it. Yeah, you know, that's the whole point. But she's not like smiling. She's like, <laughs> goodbye, Alfred. And then now we have Bruce in his suite alone, obviously feeling the loss of Rachel. Well, well he finds the coin. Oh yeah, he gets the, the coin. In the rubble. One of its one side's yeah. burnt. And then Gordon visits Harvey in the hospital while he's lying in bed and he says, I'm so sorry. Well, first, doesn't Alfred and Bruce have a scene where Bruce is still in costume as Batman without the mask? But Bruce has the, Alfred has the letter, but he puts it away. He doesn't give it to him, I think. He has it on the tray. And so he says he, he she was gonna wait for me. Yeah. And then he like nonchalantly takes the letter Shit. away. Probably, <laughs> yeah. probably should not read this. He dude. Might, yeah, he might like jump off this building. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure she was going to wait for you, man. <laughs> she loved you. I'm sure she loved you, bros. <laughs> what if, to spare you pain, I burned that letter. <laughs> Whew, heavy. Heavy stuff. Now, hospital sequence yes, where, yes. yes, you're right. So first, Bruce goes, no, um, Jim goes to visit Harvey. He says. Batman also goes just to look at him, right? No. I thought he just, like, watches over his bed. No, he does not go <laughs> there. Gordon goes there, and we don't get a reveal yet of his mask until the end of the conversation. Nolan does a great job teasing it. His mask? I mean, the side of his face. Oh, yeah, yeah. He does a great job teasing it. Like, he turns his head just really for a couple frames, you but see But he cuts it, away. And yeah. we just get the exposition of the situation where Gordon says, the doctors say you're refusing refusing skin grafts, you're accepting no medication because he wants to feel yeah, the pain. Yeah, no painkillers, yeah. And then it's revealed when he screams at Gordon. Yeah. And he also accepts his name. This is what they call me, basically. What, he's like, what do they call me? Two-Face. And then... Two-Face. He said, Then he says, why should I be... Why shouldn't I be who I really am? Something like that. Like, why should I hide who I am? Yeah, exactly. But that... What does he scream at Gordon? And that's when he... Shut up! <laughs> something like that. It's it the conversation yeah. of who they left him. Yeah. Who they left Rachel with and who yeah. they left him with. Yeah, yeah. They're upset about... Someone was uh, a mole, basically, mm -hmm. undercover. Yeah. And... Then we have Joker gets there eventually to the hospital. Well, are we missing something? No, there's so I feel like there's something in between. 
I think we're missing the stuff. So, the, so, account, the accountant is going to go on TV and reveal who Batman, the identity of Batman is. Huh, 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 huh. So Batman also saves him. What, what happens right after Gordon in Harvey in the hospital? Then it cuts to... I believe this is where the, the accountant is going to go on TV. He's like on TV So he goes on TV. He's going to yeah. reveal the identity of the Batman. And then he's being taken away because someone shoots up the TV set. So they have to escape. And so then, and then, okay. And so then Bruce, Alfred and Bruce are in the are in the suite, are in the apartment. Then Bruce takes the Lambo, the purple Lambo. Not very subtle. And then he says, "The I'll take the Lamborghini. Lamborghini, much, much more, more subtle." subtle. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> the, he's like the bat, the Batmobile in broad bat daylight. Pod. <laughs> bat pod, not very subtle. Broad daylight. And so then he saves the accountant by that with that oncoming truck because Joker says he's gonna blow up a hospital. Yes. He doesn't say which one until he Batman- He calls in yeah, during says, the guy's interview. I'm gonna blow up a hospital uh, unless Batman reveals his true identity. Mm-hmm. And that's where this guy is- No, unless the first person to kill Norman- Kill that guy. Kyle, the guy's last yeah, name yeah. is Reese, whatever yeah, it is. If, yeah. If, uh, if someone doesn't kill Reese, I'm gonna blow up a in hospital. In 20 minutes, I'm gonna blow up a hospital. In like two hours yeah, or something yeah, like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yes, then Bruce saves him. And uh, the cop, uh, and Gordon's like, wow, that was a very brave thing you did, Mr. Wayne. What? Trying to catch a light? <laughs> <laughs> it's great stuff. Then he, like, does that look to the accountant, like, I got you, bro. Don't don't forget, I saved you. I'll fucking kill you. And then he leaves and someone shoots <laughs> I'll break my rule. And then watch, he leaves and some guy just pops him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and now, because of the fervor of the hospital explosions, this one's being evacuated. Yes. Harvey doesn't get evacuated yet because Joker... Kills I, the person that was going to pull him out of the disguises room. Disguises himself yeah. as a nurse, walks in, hi. Yeah, he's got the wig. <laughs> I remember the theater erupted when he took that mask off. Great conversation, yeah. you know, about basically... Har- he's pushing Harvey into the dark, deep end of becoming just like him and becoming a criminal. But also of enacting justice and justice against people who deserve it mm-hmm. and... It's not so much about being a criminal or being law enforcement. It's about tolling, doling out your own justice, what you think is justice. And also, Harvey wants to kill me immediately. Yeah. But he's like, I was, I was in prison. I was in Gordon's cell. I could, I didn't take Rachel. Your plan, your Maroni's. No, don't. Yeah. And so basically, so I like a guy with a plan. <laughs> I'm like a dog chasing cars. If I caught, I wouldn't know what to do with one if I caught one. Yeah. <laughs> so he's trying to show Harvey that. The real people, the real people that are that caused Rachel's death, it's not me. It's, it's schemers. It's the schemers. It's, <laughs> it's Gordon. It's the cops. I try to show the people with their schemes how pointless their plans really are. Exactly. Something like that. And so then this gets Harvey kind of curious about this idea of thinking and, and perspective. And then he's like, oh, okay, it's time for my first brand of justice. I'm going to flip this coin, basically, heads or tails. And then you live. You die. Oh, all right. Joker loves it, too. This is now we're talking. <laughs> That's and, the thing about chaos is Joker doesn't even care about if he dies right here. That's why I love yeah. about the character. He's, like, just ready to fuck shit up. But then there's also that theory. I'm not sure if I agree with it, but people have that theory of – because he gives Harvey the the gun. But he puts his thumb his, on the – His uh, thumb on the, the – The recoil chamber, whatever it is. Whatever, whatever gun it's talk's coming after you, Yeah, man. sorry. <laughs> the, the fucking lever thing. The, the uh, it's, What's it called? Fucking – Whatever it's called. The little thing. On the revolvers. Yeah, whatever uh, Sorry, guys. So people say that he put his, his finger there so that it's impossible for Harvey to pull the trigger if it does land incorrectly. But I think I like the idea of he's just letting it, letting it play out because that's his theory. That's his, his, that's his um, ideology. You know, exactly. That's what he lives by. And then the absolutely sensational real explosion of this building 
of the one take of Heath as the Joker walking out, getting into that bus. Incredible. So sensational. Yeah, and all of the the debris that flies out of the building was actually real, and it was just styrofoam that they disguised as concrete. Oh, they're gonna say it's real rock. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it's just foam. Yeah, it was foam. So Usually, they, that's like any kind of debris and explosion. It's just yeah, but it wasn't like CGI stuff that they were blowing out of there. It was like they were they actually had this great behind the scenes um, documentary of the film on the Blu-ray extras, and so they filled they, they filled metal barrels with this debris and then shot them all out of the windows during the explosion. It was really, it's all timed perfectly. Next, moving on, we have the sequence where I'm, I think it's where Harvey is now suited up and he goes to get vengeance against the people that kidnapped him and Rachel. He yes. goes to that bar, bar first. where he takes out that cop, one of Maroney's guys, right? Yeah. And then also he goes into the back of Maroney's limousine yes. and flips the coin. Uh, Maroney wins the coin, but then he flips the coin again. He's like, He's not. He's not, not so lucky. lucky. Who? Your driver. And then he buckles up. <laughs> Car crashes, and then he goes to Ramirez. Ramirez is spared, but he fucking punches her in the face. Yeah, he lived to fight another day, yeah. Lieutenant. N- knocks her out. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So, so he's staying true to his ideology as well. Yeah, no exactly. Chance. And I think that fairness. It's about what's fair. I think that Nolan set it up perfectly for this fall of this figure to become such a violent, murderous human being. But in his eyes. He's not murdering anyone. He's doing what justice he's doing. He's serving justice, he believes. Now we also have Joker has these control of these two the ships. Fairies. These fairies. One is full of criminals. Well, and then... first we get the um the pile of money. Oh my gosh, yeah. The pile Sorry, of money I'm scene. Moving, yeah. So much with, with the Russian. Means... Well, yeah, I mean there, there's a Where lot of scenes. Where's the in... Italian? Yeah, there's a lot of scenes in this movie. All right, so let's... So, but first of all, first and Lau's on top of it. Yeah. I think first Batman goes to Maroni's club. Oh yeah. So he goes okay, to he so... goes to the club, fights the guys in the club, and then he takes Maroni, throws him out the window. I can't hear anything you're saying. <laughs> what makes you think I want to hear anything you say? <laughs> <laughs> Just a what does he say? It's a 10, 20 foot drop. Little word of advice. Fall this this show, this low isn't gonna kill me. I'm counting on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, guys, knees must have just fucking shattered. You're right. Good point. And then, so he's, she's trying to find out where the Joker is, and he thinks Maroney has an idea of where he is, and then Maroney's like, you seen this guy? He's got no friends. He's got no he, he must have friends! You seen this guy? <laughs> you met this guy? Tell me where he is. <laughs> and Maroney actually feels bad, so he gives him information, basically, what he can. And then he shames Batman. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, why are you gonna let more people die? Take off that mask, yeah. basically. All right, great point. Then we get to the Joker, pile of money. Joker, the pile of money. Yeah. And everyone's in shock that more he's off-screen like, violence. People never point out that he burned Lau alive. He's on top of the to money. Death. Burned him to death. And he throws a stack of money yeah. off his face. Oh my god! Perfect throw. Everything burns. It's great. A great shot. Great sequence. And then he talks about you know, there's no need for having all that money because what he loves, bullets, gasoline, gasoline. Yeah, that's dynamite. This city deserves a better classic criminal, and I'm gonna give it to them. Great scene. Lights that money on fire. And also, doesn't he threaten to blow up a bridge or something like that? Because that's why people are trying to get out of the city. He So he he panics the city by saying, um... I'm going to blow up... The no, no, br- he, he says the, the bridge and tunnel crowd are in for a surprise. Exactly. Yes. Some people are rushing to the ferries yes. at the same time as... So instead of... So bridges are tunnels are closed down, so the only way to get people off the island is into the other part of the city is through the ferries. Gotcha. So, and then one's filled with criminals, one's filled with citizens, 
and he's basically going to have them go against each other of you both have a detonator both ferries are lined with explosives whoever blows up the other ship wins basically at the same time lucius fox and bruce he reveals his technology where he uses the cell phones of Gotham Here to, it is. to make sonar. the mapping yes. and sonar of the location to find the Joker. Bruce is like, I need I need to find him. I need to find this man. <laughs> and Lucia says, consider me retired and accept, and I will have He my- says no one should have this power, and if this device stays on, it, Wayne Enterprises, consider me retired. Yeah, basically, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm putting in my resignation yeah. after tonight's. So when, so, when, are you, when you're finished, type in your name. So, yeah. <laughs> so, he finds the Joker in this other building across from the location of the ferries overlooking it, and they mapped out the entire building with yes. the cell phones yes. of Gotham City where they see all the thugs, and he's basically able to give him a play-by-play as he's using his mapping goggles yeah. at night to go level through level, take out the bad guys, yeah. as well but as... But first of all, Gordon... And his SWAT team are on the other skyscraper nearby. And Batman goes to them. and He's like, give me a few minutes. There's something wrong as yeah. well because when he gets in there, he realizes that there's doctors and security guards. Yes. But the doctors have are the security guards. and The doctors are the— Are fake hostages. Yeah, yeah. There's a swap of hostages. Yeah. So the doctors are the villains. They've been disguised. Yes. yes. And the other guys have— Uzi's like taped to their hands or something like and that. And then it's it's Batman versus SWAT team, which was so much fun because it's a not SWAT team and the criminals. Yeah, because it was it was just like I hadn't seen a movie where he fought cops before. Did he in any other movie? Like fought like battled a cops? A bunch of them? I don't think so. I can't think of one. So it was really cool to see because, you know, he has to be very careful. But and then I love tying them all up and getting them all hanging off the edge of the building. And Hans Zimmer's score just going fucking crazy, ballistic, and it's just fantastic. Yeah, and then he eventually goes up to fight Joker and his dogs as well. But also, but meanwhile, we have on, the, the ferries, on the ferries, yeah. uh, some of the citizens want to blow up the the criminals. Like they've had their chance. They they yeah. made their decisions. They chose in life. to lie and steal. And then yeah. the one of the criminal one of the criminals, the biggest, meanest looking guy there, takes their detonator and throws it out the window, dooming them to potential death. Life. Give it to me. And then the citizens, they can't pull the trigger either. Though in the most eager, well, yeah. But, this, but that happens at later as Batman and Joker are fighting, yeah. and Joker's expecting yeah. it to happen. So they have their fight. Joker's beaten him with that pole, and he gets him underneath that metal bearings. And he's like, "Ready? Like we're gonna watch like the show." And he's yeah. like, "Here we go." And here we, and nothing happens. It doesn't explode. There won't be any fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do everything yourself. He says that great line, like, this city just showed you that it's Well, first of all, you got to say, you know, why the hell I got these things? Why the hell I got... Well, that, that's the last thing he says. No, but no. He says that yeah. this city just showed you... Oh, yeah. This city just showed you that it's ready to believe in good. <laughs> Let's follow people ready to believe in good. Oh, shows you that. If you got to get something done, you got to do everything yourself. Hey, remember, which reminds me, you want to know how I got these scars? No, but I know how you got these. <laughs> Gauntlet off the face, throws them over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> You, you do like a mix of Mario and Joker. Woohoo! <laughs> 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 Yahoo! <laughs> Should have practiced it better. And then he then he pulls Joker up. Ah! <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> so, so great upside down sequence yeah. where he's he's just like he's like you just can't let me go. <laughs> Something like that. Kill you. Uh, he says. 
that I wouldn't leave the the morals of Gotham to a fist fight with you. I have an ace up the sleeve. Mine's Harvey. What did you do? Oh, you know, it's just I brought him down to our world. Madness. Didn't take much. Madness, as you know, doesn't take much. Just a little gravity. Exactly. And then, yeah, that doesn't say anything else. <laughs> no, See he's you like, later. He's like, he's like, fuck. <laughs> oh, there's more to do. I just want to go home and get post me. <laughs> so he leaves Joker to get arrested as he's laughing. <laughs> and then, Har, I mean. And he's, he's like maniacal at this point. Yeah. You know? He's just completely lost it. And Harvey and, has. Hold on, I'm sorry. One of my favorite shots of all time, of all time, is Nolan and um, Fister. The camera started out with Joker upside down, but they rotated the camera so that he's right side up, even though he's still hanging upside down. It's one of my favorite camera moves of all time, and still to this day, I haven't seen. I have not. Seen, have you seen a movie where one character is upright and one character is upside down, but they're both framed the same? I can't think of anything. I've seen it attempted a few times, like the spinning of the camera like that, but off the top of my head, not really. So I'm great. sure there's something out there. I love it. But let's get to Harvey has now still on his mission of vengeance of trying to find out who is responsible for Rachel's death, and he has now kidnapped Gordon's family, calls Gordon on the phone, and tells him to meet him where Rachel died. Where his family died. Where my family died, right? Also, I forgot where he calls Rachel on the phone and says, I love you, and she doesn't respond. To <laughs> I love you. Uh, uh, Rachel? Rachel? <laughs> Rachel. Must have, must have cut out. <laughs> Bad signal. All these dudes are crazy. And I can't. how does Batman know where they're going? He's just because just he's Batman. Um, I think he's with Gordon. No, he's not. Is he with Gordon? No, he called Gordon while Gordon was on the rooftop after Batman did all that shit. Anyways, we have, yeah, whatever he's is. He's Batman. Yeah, he's Batman. So Gordon, Gordon probably told him. Gordon meets Harvey, who has his family, and he's going to execute his family using the coin. Give, yes. him, give them the best shot that he has because it's about what's fair. Even though Gordon is trying to plead with him and beg him to, to punish him instead of his children and his wife to kill him and punish me. Pun punish me, Harvey. Punish me, Harvey. <laughs> I am punishing you. And then he flips the coin. But then, then Batman shows up. Then as, he's, as he flips the coin, Batman tackles him. No. Batman shows up, and then he gets shot. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He says, point it at the people responsible. <laughs> because you were the best of us. Because Harvey's like, why is it I'm the one who lost everything? And Batman's like, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> point it. Point it. At the people. <laughs> Responsible. Hurry. 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 <laughs> but the music is so intense in this moment. It's that really dark track. It's similar to in Gladiator, the track called uh, Busy Little Bee, where... No, it's uh, Am I Not Merciful. And, and Busy Little Bee. They're very similar. But yeah, Am I Not Merciful. Am I Not Merciful! <laughs> where he learns the plans of Lucilla against him. Now we see... Har Batman is shot, but then as Harvey... Oh, no, Harvey's dumb. Like He shot him like in the hip. Like Clearly, he's not dead, man. Not a great get, shot. Get a headshot, man. And he's about to kill his Harvey's son, right? Yes. And then Batman tackles then him. Then he tackles him. Off the roof. They fall off. They fall off. Harvey falls. Batman's hanging. Then he lets go. Yeah, exactly. And then they fall. Then Gordon goes... And Batman turns Harvey's head to reveal the good side of his face. I killed those people. Yeah. It was me. They'll hunt you. I can take it. 
<laughs> he's, a, he's just that great monologue to his son. He's like, he's our dark knight. He's the hero we deserve, not the one we need. Yeah. Not, 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 he's not the hero we need, not the one we deserve. Right? He's the one, not the hero we need, but the one we... De- not the... <laughs> Shit. No, I think I said it right. I think so, yeah. He's, he's the, not the hero we need, the one we deserve. It's not the hero we need right now. He's the one we deserve. Something like that. Watchful a silent, guardian. A, a silent guardian. A watchful protector. The Dark Knight. As dark he's, knight. he's running from the cops. Goes on the bad pod. Going up that hill. Going on the highway. Nailed it. the spotlight. Wow. Pretty good job. Yeah. Wow, good job, man. It was a little... I think we did... It's it bumpy. It There's tough. a lot of scenes in this movie, man. I, yeah, you forget how many... It's a very complex script. And I'm sure we forgot some, but I think we did a good job of... I think we got reali- every scene. Realizing our mistakes yes. and like going back a little bit. I think we got every scene. It was just like, you know, tough to hint, tough to get it right at first. Because it is a complicated screenplay. Yeah, it's complicated. It's long, man. Yeah. It's a long... It's like a two-hour, 20-minute two movie, right? It's 243, I think. Is it that long? Something like that, Whew. yeah. Lots of scenes, lots of different actions going on, lots oh, yeah. of different characters. But I think we did a pretty good job. I'm pretty proud. Great uh, acting, too. Thanks. Great voice work. Thanks. I didn't think it was, we were <clears> going <throat> to do that well, honestly. I'm, I surprised We surprised ourselves, I think. Or I su- I'm surprised at our great effort. It was a great effort. Anyways, we hope you enjoyed this Movies from Memory on The Dark Knight. And it was an absolute bat- blast. And I'm sure we'll do some more in the future. It's such a fun segment to do. Rachel! <laughs> Um, thank you so much for tuning in to Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Become a patron today at patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast. The best way to support the show. We appreciate your support all around the world. Take care, everyone. See you next time. <laughs> Harvey! <laughs> this episode was executive produced by our chosen one patrons, Cody Moen, Andrew Hagen, Becca Keene, Benjamin Cook, Calvin Murphy Griggs, Nicholas Martin. Darian Singleton, Tyler McFly, Andrew Hagen. Our Chosen One patrons are our biggest supporters. Thank you so much. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.